Today on Gamerhead Radio, please pay 49 cents to hear anything past the intro. Okay, Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I'm, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz. No, you're not. Oh, okay. I guess but I can leave But for 3 you can be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just pay this here. There we go. All right. You are now VJ. Till the next guy pays me more. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, and of course, the smartass over here telling me to pay to be my own self is none other than... <laughs> Mr. Goat Simulator 2013. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Goat. <laughs> That's right. People simulate me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I can't. I just can't believe that's a thing. That, that goat simulators. I, 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 it was. We're, we're going to have to find someone to mod you into the well, game. You realize yeah, that. It was the next step. Because we had Farm Simulator, which took off for who knows what reason. Stoners. Yeah, and then the next, I figured the next thing was going to be the cow simulator or something, and I'm like, well, they picked goat. That's kind of cool. I'm kind of so angry. now you've got your own game. Yeah, I still have to play it. Well, it's not out yet. Yeah. You can pre-order it for like 10 bucks or okay. something. But. See, I haven't really followed up, and I'll be honest, because I was like, everybody's like, check it out. I'm like, oh, it's probably out already, but apparently it's not. That tells you how much I'm just yeah, going to play well, it for the funny factor. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> And of course, over in this corner, the man that single-handedly managed to kill the power in his house because he was too cold. <laughs> The technotronic horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worth. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I'm a cold person. I can't help it. Would you like to borrow my coat? It's right there. No. It's warm. No. And soft. No. It smells like me. Maybe. (laughs) If you're cold, I should be hypothermically dead. (laughs) Because I'm also in a t-shirt. You're in a hoodie, which is my miscalculation, I admit. But anyway. It's a short sleeve hoodie. If it makes you feel any better. No, no, no. The sleeves are just rolled up. Yeah. Making it a short sleeve hoodie. <laughs> Your logic is impeccable again, sir. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, video games—they're a thing. They're a thing. Um. I can't stop staring at her toe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're wiggling it. Apparently, he didn't pay for the full sock. <laughs> Oh my god, the jokes that this episode is going to have, it's going to be incredible. So, uh, video games came out past week, and coming week. Uh, obviously, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII came out. Uh, World of Tanks apparently hit the 360. In case you need uh, more tanks. I don't know. Um, Who doesn't need more tanks? That's right? It's just fucking I don't know, I looked into it, it doesn't look all that... Wowing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, on the horizon for the next week is Earth Defense Force 2025. So Kill sm- the giant bugs. Kill giant is bugs. Still giant with, bugs? They're still giant bugs. Okay. Uh, NASCAR 14, mm-hmm. which Goat is apparently uh, possibly looking into, but probably not really. Maybe? Still it, in it, NASCAR? It, I'm into racing games, and okay. they always do really good with their racing franchise. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good for you then. Uh, and of course, uh, the big release this coming week is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which I believe Charlie is really excited about. Well, um, yes, until I found out some interesting things about the game. Go on. 
Well, you know, it's funny. You know, we were talking just a couple weeks ago about how Nintendo really needs to like double down on the usage of the the gamepad. Oh, I games. know where this is going. Yeah. You, you saw that thing on Kotaku too. Didn't yeah. You? So apparently, um, uh, yeah. So so Mike and I both agree that um, the Wii U pad is being underutilized, especially in Nintendo's first party mm-hmm. games. Um, the uh, were you in on that? I, I, I you were here, obviously. Go. Yeah. I just don't remember what your input on the conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. They did. They have two screens and they're not using it. And yeah. then I I seen the same article you guys did. Yeah. And, so apparently, um, in the new Donkey Kong game, you know the the next big first party title that Nintendo has coming out, the only one really on the horizon for a while until whenever Smash Brothers sees the light. Then Mario Kart in May. Oh yeah, Mario Kart, <laughs> which will have a map on the controller or something like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm apparently excited. the Donkey Kong game, the screen on the controller is just off. Like, there, there is like it's not even it, it's not even like, like off, a off. It, like it's not even like just a you know static screen. It, it's just just off, just black. Well, apparently, when you boot up the game, you have the choice of playing on either your TV or the gamepad. And if you choose to play the game on the TV, the controller is just off. Yep. Which, I mean, that's a step in the wrong direction. Complete wrong direction. So yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like there were a couple times. Now I, I'm in. A, I'm in a. I, I'm in a you know one percent scenario as far as this particular thing goes. But because I play mm-hmm. on a projector screen, mm-hmm. you know, there's been very bright days where right. like sometimes when like Michelle and I were playing uh like Mario 3D World, right? There were some levels where the lo- like you know some of the nighttime levels it was mm-hmm. hard to see just because of the ambient light in the room, right? And so I would look down at the controller instead because you know not a problem there, right? Um. Obviously, that's not a problem that everybody has by any, by any means. Right. Um, but even at least that, I think I, it's like you know I, I I saw some people say that their theory behind Nintendo doing this was to save battery life in the controller. Which I've seen some people complain about the battery life on the Wii on the Wii U controller. I personally have not had that much of a problem. So yeah. I, you know I don't I don't know what that's all about. But um, even still, I just I don't know. It's like just like I said, it's, it's a very big step in a very wrong direction as far as I'm concerned. Well. You know, I'm still bottling up all my criticism of Nintendo for a future episode whenever we can actually get matches here. But he, he's um, quite busy these days, understandably. But, but because he's the only other Nintendo fanboy that I know, and I think that I think we'd have a good conversation. By the way, matches, you still need to come here. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. It's weird, but it is what it is. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll survive. It's still. Hopefully, going to be a good game. Anyway, um, so instead of games that are on the horizon, uh, Goat, I still feel silly asking this, but what have you played over the past week? Still working on Fable, plugging through it. I'm not surprised whatsoever. Got myself into a situation, but other than that, we're good. It was a situation? Yeah, that whole too big for your britches thing where I'm like, I could take on the final boss, no problem. Nope. Oh, look at my, <laughs> my last save was two hours ago. Bitchin'. <laughs> So, yeah, we're uh, plugging back through two hours <laughs> of the game and may or may not be taking our sweet time doing it, just looking for keys and all that to just, you know, yeah. simmer down a bit with the rage that I did that. <laughs> How many holes did you put in your wall? Uh, none. None. No. What but about it was living th- creatures living with you? No, no, no. It was, it was <laughs> Nobody died. Nothing was injured. It was a th- three to four cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> That's somehow healthier than hitting things. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm sure my neighbors wanted to know who I was yelling at when I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, but I do it every time. I've done it. I did it on, on the original 
which is technically what I'm doing now, but the first rhyme. Yeah. I did it on two, three, I was a little wiser on, and I guess I just slipped in my old age and did it on one again. <laughs> so, but it's plugging along. I'm like halfway through the achievements. So, yeah. You, uh, that all you played this week? I feel uh, silly asking. Actually, that, no, no, but... no, no. Oh? No. Um, uh, I, I, I've been. Piss around with uh, other mobile games because Charlie's always talking about these mobile games. I'm like, well, I got free time. Let's try this out. Cool. I uh, somehow got stuck on uh, uh, none attack, which, oh. <laughs> none which is attack? Um, which is actually nuns, and it's a side-scrolling game where you're jumping and blowing up skeletons and all these scary creatures as nuns with heavy artillery. Uh, hmm. Weirdly addicting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bad B movie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And you just try to get as far as you can and all that stuff. And oh. I just, it's one of those, like, I, I, I guess it'd be my version of Flappy Bird, because I'm like, oh, we can get a little farther. Oh, we can get a little, I'm like, really? This is happening to me? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, that was kind of a breakup. When yeah. I get mad at Fable, I'm like, well, let's go kill stuff with nuns, because that's the obvious <laughs> turn. Yeah, that's what I always do when I get frustrated with games, is kill things as a nun. Anyway. <laughs> I have a feeling you two are talking about different things. I don't know. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> anyway, Charlie, what'd you play this week? Uh, well, so I uh, finally finished Blood Dragon. Um, About damn time. Yeah. <laughs> Although I can't speak, you apparently did everything. Not I. I didn't almost everything. I did 100 all the achievements. I did 100 uh, like all the in-game collectibles and then all the VHS tapes and all the TVs and yada yada. Just because I, I really wanted to see like every square inch of the island because that game is just so like it really touched like my 80s childhood soul. Like it was. Yeah, it was excellent. I, I wish I could say the same. The I thought the ending was a little weak. Um, I think it's been out long enough that um, you know, spoiler alert. But we'll go ahead. And it's talk not about that it. deep of an ending to well, begin with. No, but still <laughs> principles. Um, you know, just uh, you know, you just fighting your way through the base, and then yes, like getting like the amazing like rainbow blood dragon thing that you get to ride around on for <laughs> like a couple minutes. That like was that was fun, amazing. but. I, I always, I, a couple games recently have done this. I've been trying to remember the other ones that did, but um, they've they've been escaping me, but. Games where you get up to the end boss and then you defeating the end boss is just a cutscene. Like the guy that you've been like trying to beat the entire game, yeah. you don't actually get to fight him. You just you beat him in a cutscene. I just yeah. feel like that's kind of kind of screwing over the gamer a little bit. It's like your entire point for playing this game, you just get to sit back and watch. Yeah. Goat? No. 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 I'm, I'm I mean, if it's done correctly, there's been games where I've played where it's like, I really don't want to fight him. Oh, sweet, I don't have to. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, one of the, wasn't one of the Fable games like that? Uh, two was like that. Two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, two was all like, hey, I... Oh, yeah, you're done. <laughs> I'm like, what, what? Like, did I miss my bus? Because <laughs> I have my ticket, and, <laughs> and there's nothing here. But, like, some like, stuff like, like that. The, like, the last guy in two, you just, like, knocked him off of a pillar or something, didn't you? And yeah, that was if it. that. Yeah, you, like, just walk up to him, and you're like, hi. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Winner! <laughs> okay, I can go do other stuff now. Like, and you didn't feel shorted. That one I did. Okay. But like on, uh, spoiler alert, on Deadpool, I did not. Okay. Because it was funny. And they, they did it right. Like, if, okay. if it works out to where, like, it's a story point and it makes sense to do it that way, it's all on, like, the way they they present it to me. Like, yes, I would like to be, you know, the official victor. Mm -hmm. But then there's points where, like, that doesn't... It, it plays better more story-wise and epically to me if I don't. It yeah, makes I sense. Got you. I got you. Fair enough. And, I mean, like... I, I'm certainly not one that's like I, I remember somebody said this recently. I, I can't remember who, but I remember I remember somebody saying um, nobody in the history of Timus has ever said, "Oh, good, another boss fight." <laughs> 
And so I, I mean, said like, it sarcastically. <laughs> usually um, while playing Final Fantasy games. No. So I mean, like you know, boss fights aren't exactly like my favorite thing in the world, which is not what I'm trying to say. But you know, in a game where it really makes you. Like, I realize I'm talking about Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon here. So, I mean, like, this isn't exactly, like, no, the yeah. greatest story ever told. <laughs> but Speak for yourself. Nonetheless, <laughs> like, it, it, it was enough of a story to make me care and to really not like the main bad guy. Right. And so I, I wanted the satisfaction of being able to put a bullet in his head because that's, that's the kind of thing. I mean, actually, I'm saying that's the kind of thing I expected this game to be able to let me do. Like, actually being able to take my gun and point it at his head or point it at his crotch or whatever I wanted to do and pull the trigger <laughs> and have whatever happen happen. That's just be- cruel. No, I really did not like the man. Execution, the crotch, the, the guys you go through. The guy's a robot anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, John Taylor, he's cool. <laughs> but, and so I felt cheated on that. But mm-hmm. anyways, I digress. Um, I think they more focused, though, on the funny and the fun than the actual... True. True. And I, I Gameplay. Will, I will give it that. I will definitely give it that. Um, I also... Well, no. All right. Um, and then I um, I played the Titanfall beta a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll save our discussion for that for uh, later in the episode because uh, we have some things to go along with that. Um, that's uh, That's been about the bulk of it. Touched on a couple other things briefly, but not, nothing worth mentioning. You know what I played all week? What did you play all week? Seriously, should we even ask you? <laughs> like, I feel you and me are just like, we should just reverse roles. Mike, what did you play? I feel I shouldn't ask you. <laughs> I, I played a little bit of um, some game called Lightning Returns. Oh, is that uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, I, I think it came out on Tuesday. I don't know. I just kind of strolled into the store and picked it up. And oh, it was you just didn't? Like, oh, that's a- just so you know, it's now <laughs> Sunday by everybody else's calendar. We know it's still Tuesday for you. Oh, okay. I, I haven't slept. I've been spending too much time with some chick with pink hair. That may or may not be real, but whatever. And you did not stroll into a store and buy the game. You were sitting there parked watching for the mailman to show up with your collector's edition. Which, by the way, that's not even a joke. That's <laughs> I know. It's just like it's coming today. It's coming today. Hey. Sitting in the garage in pajamas and a t-shirt in 30 degree weather. It's coming today. It's coming today. <laughs> mailman! I, fuck, I gotta go to work. <laughs> I'll unbox you later. And it's worth noting, you should give Digital River a head nod. Okay. No, well, hang on. They don't get a head nod for doing their freaking job. Okay, not a head nod, but maybe, maybe a slow clap for actually doing it right. For so, once. did I did I mention Digital River on the air last week, or I was that a discussion we had afterwards? Let's pretend you didn't, because I don't remember for sure. Okay, so Digital River is a notoriously bad shipping company that a lot of gaming companies use for their first-party sites. Square Enix uses them, Konami uses them, uh, Capcom uses them, Namco uses them, Nintendo, I'm pretty sure, uses them. Fucking everyone uses them, because they're cheap. Right. You get what you pay for here. I've ordered things from them twice and before this, and both of those times the things I ordered, both collector's editions of games arrived at two to three weeks late. Uh, one of them unnervingly damaged. Um, and they also, I, I paid extra for like release date shipping, and they didn't even ship the thing until several days after the release date. Were you at least able to get your shipping back? No. <laughs> God. Wow. And I just didn't want to deal with it. I'm just like, fuck, I don't I don't care. Just just fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and the Lightning Returns, the collector's edition was exclusively through the Square Enix store, and I, I went through that, and uh, Dan, who's been on the episode on the show a couple times, he also ordered it. And both of us had the same problem where we tr- put in all our information and stuff like that, hit the submit order button, brought me back to the homepage. Wait 10 minutes, no confirmation email. Okay, let's do this again. Did that like six more times. 
putting in new information, typing in my PayPal email, you know, everything like that. And, just, and finally, it went through. But the, the good part about all this is that the, the game arrived on the release date, undamaged, the correct product. So I have to, I have to, you know, give them a, a slow clap for doing not fucking job. up. <laughs> yeah, for doing their job. A, a hearty golf clap for doing it right. God, on your I, third I, try. See, now I'm nervous because on Valentine's Day, I bought myself, uh, I pre-ordered the collector's editions for uh, the 10, 10 2 remaster and 14 on PS4. Um, because happy Valentine's Day to me. Um, <laughs> Makes sense to me. Now I'm nervous that either of those will come damaged, but I'm hopeful. You'll see them in June together. <laughs> one comes out in March, one comes out in April. I'll see them in June. <laughs> Fucking whatever. And they'll be bundled um, together. Be like, wait, wait a minute. You guys actually put no, this no, together? No. See, that was a thing. <laughs> apparently, a, apparently, a lot of people pre-ordered the collector's edition for Lightning Returns, and the collector's edition was ninety bucks. And so, with tax and shipping and stuff like that, it was like an extra five or something. Um, and a, apparently, with your orders, if you spent over a hundred dollars, you get free shipping. So, a lot of people threw in like a keychain or something like that. They got screwed over royally because the keychains went out of stock. And they ship everything together in an order. They're not like Amazon. Well, they'll ship them out oh. as they get them. So a lot of people lost out on their collector's edition because suddenly they're just like, hey, we ran out because these people had orders that didn't suck. Wait, they don't, so it's not even that they have to wait till the keychains come back. But even though they ordered the collector's edition. That's what that's what we're seeing reports about. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I bought both of those collector's editions, I knew they came out on separate release dates. I'm like, two separate orders, not doing anything else because wow. I don't. Yeah, so I lucked out this time, but apparently the majority of the internet did not because they got greedy and they're just like, oh, it's only $5 more for and I get free shipping. Okay. You can't really blame them. Yeah, I, I probably, I don't, I don't I probably would have done the same thing. I blame them either, but, you know. I mean, knowing what I know now about Digital River, I don't think I think I would have like been like, oh, wait, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, normally speaking, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. I, I feel we should probably put a PSA document together about that. Yeah. We'll take it upon ourselves. <laughs> Digital River and you. It's not a fun time. <laughs> um, aside from Lightning Returns, I did actually take a little bit of time and play the Titanfall beta. Um, but like uh, Charlie said, we've got a whole block dedicated to Titanfall stuff, so we'll b put a little bit of our um, opinions into that. But uh, other than that, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. All right, so coming in at number five, the New York Toy Fair is apparently happening right now in... New York? Yeah, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> wow, didn't see that one coming. Could have swore I'd be in San Diego. <laughs> Albuquerque. Nothing happens in Albuquerque. Nothing. Everything happens in Albuquerque. Anyway, so among the uh, various toys and sweaty nerds and collectors that are there and etc., because that's the kind of thing the Toy Fair attracts, apparently. Wow, you are not selling this thing at all, are you? Have you seen this? It's literally like a big garage sale with toys that aren't released yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that be their demographic then. But official. Like, the people from, like, Hasbro and Mattel and fucking whatever, they're there. Really? I, I didn't know like, fucking whatever was still making action figures. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, so at the Toy Fair, it was revealed that the new Transformers game is going to be coming out sometime between now and the end of the year uh, called Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark. <laughs> that was goat, by the way. I, I was going to say, I want it to be known that's goat. That was me. I'll take the hit on that one. But really, there's still a response to that title. No, no, no. It gets better. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to quote Kotaku real quick when I say, like, there's no better, better, better scenario of phoning in a sequel than to have it be title colon rise of the something something yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you you saw that article too i did <laughs> um so rise of the dark spark is not being developed by high moon studios the people who did the uh excellent cybertron transformers games instead it's being developed by a developer by the name of edge of reality if that name's not familiar to you, it shouldn't be. All they've really done is a couple of helping work on Mass Effect Trilogy, Dragon Age, and a bunch of ports. As well as some game called Loadout that apparently came out two months ago that I've never heard of before, but it could not sound more generic as far as the title goes. Yeah. Um, so apparently between the name of their studio and the name of their games, generic is what they strive for. The, yeah, I mean, this is a game about transforming robots. Wait a minute, that's not generic at all. Um, the name is, though, for the, sure. The name is, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the Rise of the Dark Spark is supposed to be a quote-unquote marriage between the Cybertron Transformers games and the Michael Bay Transformers universe. Why? In which millions of Transformers fans across the world just kind of suddenly combusted and going, Why? Who thought this was a good idea? You're taking the fantastic Cybertron universe and melding it with the shitty Michael Bay universe. I mean, on the plus side, you'll probably get to ride Grimlock, but it just... Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to sign this May with you in this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. Um, they've announced that the game... They plan on putting the game out... In timing with the movie that's coming out, which means that it'll probably be rushed, it won't be ready whatsoever, and means I'm not going to even look into it. However, an interesting thing to note, a uh, 3DS version is not going to be just a downwatered port like it usually is. Uh, the 3DS version is being developed by a developer called Way Forward, which may actually sound familiar. They recently did the DuckTales remaster. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So something a little bit more across than... Across the board or just on 3DS? Uh, across the board. Okay. Uh, so they've got a little bit more of a track record than uh, the people who put together Mass Effect trilogy. <laughs> um, the 3DS version of Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark is apparently going to be a strategy RPG. <laughs> Similar to, okay. uh, like, Final Fantasy Tactics? Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm hanging on here trying to follow this as it is, and you just keep throwing monkey wrenches after monkey wrenches in this thing. <laughs> so we have a weak movie coming out with a weaker game that's really generic by some jackass who hasn't done anything worthwhile, and then we have an RTS? No, no, no. no. Strategy RPG. Sorry, strategy RPG. <laughs> On a handheld by someone who's done something decent, but it's wrapped around the shitty movie and a generic game. Yes. 
and this is a good idea at what point? Oh, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure we're it's, on. It's, 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 it remains yeah. to be seen. We won't. We shouldn't pass judgment for sure until yeah, we actually see the final product. My hopes are not high. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a movie game to start. Yes. I, yes. Well, so see, that, see, that's the thing. They've just, they've just barely skirted the whole it's a movie game thing by throwing in the, tr- the Cybertron. That's it. It's a distraction. Like that. It's yeah. just a distraction. I know! <laughs> Interesting thing to note, the game is also coming to Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Well, that'd be fun. So a Transformers game on next-gen consoles, which means I'll have to at least rent it, even though I really don't want to. I'll get it from Gamefly. You can go, hopefully there'll be local, lo, lo, local co-op you can come over and play with me or something. Can, can I bring my Transformers toys, too, and we could... And we could never mind. Yes. It's better. Because <laughs> then you could stage the uh, stop animation ponies versus Transformers fight <laughs> on YouTube. No, I don't. I wouldn't want him to to put Mike through seeing his Transformers lose. That would not be fair to him. I'll give you that. Yeah, especially because old. all the Transformers I own were just kind of nice. They weren't powerful. Well, that and they're like what fifty now. I mean, he's got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's never been the same since Orson Welles died. You know, it's just I mean, just suddenly he was their god or something. Anyway, so yeah, new Transformers game. Not high hopes for it, etc. But we'll see how it goes. All right, so coming in at number four, uh, if you've been paying attention, there's a popular game on the scene from the maker of Gary's Mod called Rust, which is apparently about, like, zombies or something. I, I don't know. I've not played it. I'm not a PC person. I don't think any of us have looked into this game at all. Um, I've... <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I'm Charlie has. Huh? I'm, uh, I've only looked into oh, it yeah, so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the penis pit game. The penis... The, 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 <laughs> the penis pit <club> game. <laughs> Hold on! <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good way to get my attention. Oh yeah, this is the penis game. It's a penis club game. It's his the fault. Penis Charlie's brotherhood. Fault. Yes, Charlie's yes. fault. He it's brought so this up, and it's hilarious. <laughs> you need to see this now. There's a video. Okay, so it's one of those like it's so it's 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 kind of like um like like Daisy or like you know or um one of those um you know just like massively it's it's not like an mmorpg but it's like it's one of the games where you can have like a bunch of people all playing at the right. same time. It's not like an RPG, but um. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how big of a thing this actually is. <laughs> Penis joke. Um, <laughs> oh, it gets good. But um, there was a video that somebody posted where apparently when you take all your when you dis, when you take all your clothing items off your character in the game, uh-huh. your character is naked and anatomically correct. So, um, <laughs> so oh, it then became um, a thing where um, if you go to YouTube and you search for like Brotherhood of the Penis or something like that <laughs> or Rust. Brotherhood would probably even get you there. Um, it's a video. It's because uh, I imagine people don't want to be searching Brotherhood of the Penis. <laughs> it is just YouTube. I mean, Thanks, there's Google. some messed up stuff on YouTube, but it is just YouTube. Um, it's a bunch of people that were running around, screaming like like it was a bunch of like naked men running around. <laughs> And as soon as they found somebody, they would surround them, point their guns at them, and this is one of those games where, like, if you get killed in the game, like, you lose, like, all your inventory, and it's like, you know, you yeah. really don't want to die. And so they would get surrounded by all these naked men pointing guns at them, screaming, take off your pants, take off your pants, take off your pants, take off your pants! And so they take off your pants, and they'd say, okay, now you're one of us! <laughs> <laughs> You've been inducted into the Brotherhood, now you must be initiated! And, of course, then they would say, okay, you stand there! And then everybody would then line up behind them and do, and they would look up and down and up and down, which, of course, make their characters do thrusting motion so it was like well you can put it together <laughs> and so then they would all then go run off and find the next person and it's one of these things that is just so stupid but i found it to be absolutely hilarious 
Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best part, the best part <laughs> just the multiple times where like somebody would like, you know, somebody would like run off, like they get scared or whatever, just because you know, fifty naked men yelling at you, pointing guns at you. I can't so imagine why bad. that would be terrifying. <laughs> and they would get rough and they'd be like, "You fucked up, you fucked up," and then they would like shoot them. <laughs> it's, just, I, it's 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 a, it's it's worth a stupid laugh. Oh, like. Yeah. I was I was definitely dying when the guy was he kept yelling at the top of his lungs. He's like, "Drop the pants and live! Drop the pants and live!" <laughs> and you're like the other guy, like, "What? What? What's, what's going on? Just drop your pants and you'll live!" <laughs> yeah. So on that note, <laughs> so the creator of the game has put it. <laughs> How do I follow that up? So the creator of the game has Looking put in down. place an anti. <laughs> An anti-cheating program. Um, and I'm going to read this article from Joystick verbatim just because I couldn't stop laughing when I re- read it. The headline says, Rust punches more than 4,000 cheaters right in the cheat codes. <laughs> the article says, Proving the old adage that violence always solves everything, or something like that, Face Punch Studios has implemented a new anti-cheating system dubbed Cheat Punch in their first-person survival game, Rust. During its initial run over last weekend, a total of 4,621 people were banned. Face punch, cheat punch, is there any problem that can't be solved by punching? Developer Gary Newman noted on the game's site that he expects cheats will be found that can circumvent the anti-cheating measure, but players should nonetheless be wary. If you get kicked from the official servers with the message that you've been banned, then you have been caught, Newman wrote. You're a naughty boy, you know what you've done, you won't get unbanned, we know it was your nine-year-old cousin, we know your computer got hijacked, we know that the CIA is getting you banned from all your games on Steam, so you will join them in the hunt for aliens. As a famous dynamic duo would say, POW! I'm assuming that picture leads to um, a picture of Batman punching something. So, um, apparently if you're playing Rust and you're cheating, you're a naughty boy and your nine-year-old brother did it. But I just thought that that the way Joystick wrote that was just fantastic and it needed to be shared. Here's, here's just a little bit of audio, just so, just so you can, guys can get a sense. I warned you. I told you. Take the pants off. Take the pants off and you live. But you didn't listen to me. Pants off and you survive. I told you, Welch. Take your pants off. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, mutton chops. He took his pants off. I took my pants off. All right, join us. You're one of us now. Penis Brothers unite. Guys, we have just recruited Welchie to the Penis Brothers. All right, Welchie is with us now. Good job, Welchie. Welcome to the Penis Brothers. Oh my god. Uh, Everybody line up behind him. Penis train behind Welshie. Welshie, do not move. Do not move. Penis train behind Welshie. What can you do? Welcome, Welshie. You're now one of us. Come out with your penis up! We will not harm you! Join us! Don't run! Don't run! Don't run! Don't run! Don't run! Alright, Thunder Tim! Here's the deal. You keep your pants off. You're one of us. Join us. We are the Penis Brotherhood. Whoa, whoa! Leave my pants on! Kill him! Kill him! No! You fucked up! You fucked up! Whoa, whoa, whoa! He fucked up! He put pants on! You guys saw it! It was justified! It was... It was justified. We can pants if we want to. We, we can to? leave our either. pants behind. We don't wear pants. We don't pants. We pants don't pants in there. No pants Wait, where'd he go? Hey, you guys! Hey, you guys! We're friendly! We're the Penis Brothers! We're the Penis Brothers! Welcome! Do you wanna join us? If you wanna join us, take your pants off! Take the pants off! Take your pants off. We'll let you join us. Take your pants- Hey, Take your fucking pants off! God dang it!
Whoa, what the fuck? Take him out! Take him out! Kill him! Take him out! You fucked up! Oh my god! You fucked up! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what did I even just watch? The, the penis brothers. Thank you, Goat. <laughs> Coming in at number three, the Titanfall beta was a thing, is a thing, will continue to be a thing until the 18th. Um, oh, you realize it was that short? Betas usually are. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm sorry you had to find out this way, but... <laughs> Only five days, really? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I, uh, Charlie and I have both been playing the Titanfall beta because we actually own Xbox Ones. No offense, Goat. Well, go check that out a little bit, too. Yeah. On mine. Oh, th yeah, that's right. He, he was, I went he to the was, tutorial he, and checked that out a little bit. And, and then he, and you seem to have the reaction I thought you would have. It's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm good. It was cool, but it's just like, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like, I mean, the mechs are cool and stuff like that, but it's just like, there's really no wow factor. Right. So, you know, I'm... I'm the wrong person to like really have an opinion of this game because I don't play online multi, you know, online shooters. Like, like with the battlefields and the Call of Duties, like I play through the story because, like as I've said before, they are like the Jerry Bruckheimer of video games. Like they are not good stories by any means; they're not mm -hmm. good games, mm -hmm. but they're a heck of a lot of fun to play through, even at, you know, if nothing else. Oh yeah. So you know, I you know that is my that is my experience with games that you know kind of fit in the same category as this. Right, but. As we've come to find out, there's literally going to be absolutely zero single-player campaign to this game, which I was holding out hope was going to end up not being the case. But no, I, I, I googled it, and I found some articles from the last couple of weeks, and basically their their explanation from that is, is basically saying, yeah, well, look at the percentage of players that actually finish a single-player campaign. It's very low. So apparently I'm in the minority here. Um well, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably looking at, like, because Titanfall is published by EA, so they're probably looking at, like, Battlefield and stuff like that, where multiplayer is the first thing on the menu. Yeah. Um, even when the, yeah, yeah, and also on the first disc in the case of multiplayer. In the case of the 360 version. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, and they also say, you know, we're a small studio, so we, we kind of had to. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah Respawn a small studio. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, my, my impression of it is was, is that, you know, I, I can see the attractiveness of I I can see the attraction to some to somebody who does play these games often. Right. Um. But I have very quickly came to the unsurprising uh, less uh, revelation that I am horrible at these <laughs> kinds of games. So um. You know. It's uh, I I will not be picking it up. Um. But, at full um, price. No. Ever. Ever. I. I why? I. Aww. I don't play online no, multiplayer. That's a good shooters. point. Like. Like the name of the sci-fi is gonna kick. Get you for ten bucks in two years. I, the sci-fi is the story. Like I would be into it. Like if then there's there no was... story. Like even Charlie and I agreed off air. Like when you were when you were first getting into it, and it's just like you know when we played through the tutorial, both of us thought, man, this would. I really wish this game had a single player campaign because it actually looks like there could be a cool story there. They set it up like, you know, when you start off the tutorial and stuff like that, you get in this like this like training module or something like that and you have to like hack into it like you're not an actual soldier or something like that so it's just like oh this seems like this could be something that's cool and nope just guys and robots shooting each other oh yeah i never even thought about that yeah because after you've done the tutorial it's just the multiplayer free for all. jumps in yep. yeah just so like once yeah once you're done they just kind of go go bird fly and that's it that's yeah it, the story. they've said that there will be some story elements i believe i believe the exact quote was is there are more story elements that, that are in a typical multiplayer 
game, mm. which the typical multiplayer game has zero. Right. So if there's one story element, then congrats! Their promise. You lived up to the promise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, there's one cutscene we can look forward to. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, when it's like, go forth and Titanfall. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I played the beta as well. I'm actually enjoying it. I mean, it's not blowing my mind, kind of like Goat said. It's really nothing that's grabbing me too much. But, I mean, it's well-built. It's well-polished. I'm legitimately having fun, like, playing online and things like that. The only thing that's really getting me so far is the fact that there are only six real people on the enemy team that you can kill. So it, it's a real buzzkill to, like, see a group of enemies throw a grenade, take out three guys, and you're like, oh, they were all AI-controlled. Fuck. Okay, and then and then some like a real person will like sneak up behind you because you just took out three computer controlled guys, but that doesn't mean shit compared to anything else. I mean, you still get points for it and stuff like that, but not nearly as much as if you killed an actual human being player. Uh, on the on the reverse of that, I've had I, I I have multiple situations where it's like you know I I try and like stay like close to my group you know and I'm not trying to do like the lone wolf thing like so I'll right. be like. I'll, I'll like see a squad of guys running off, and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go stick with them, so we can all like, you know, you know, you know, you know, be stronger as a team or whatever. Only to realize later <laughs> they were all AI. <laughs> and, 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 and for the record, for people who haven't played this game, the AIs can be killed with a single bullet. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That is karma. <laughs> karma. What did I do? This is Mr. That? Skynet's like the yeah, technology has screwed me over. <laughs> Um, an- right, another fine. problem I was actually kind of worried about that apparently isn't so because the beta seems to handle it pretty well. Um, I was worried that the whole like you on foot versus like people in their titans would be really like mismatched and stuff like that. But the fact that you have a weapon specifically designed to take down titans and stuff like that and it's pretty effective is good. I mean, like I I can only imagine how matches would have gone if everything was how I imagined, where just you know. People just kill each other nonsensically for a couple minutes, drop their titans, and then suddenly, oh, anyone that's on foot is screwed now. So, But that's not the case. You actually have a good shot at taking down titans and stuff like that, which is nice. Is it yeah. like humans versus mice, though? Because you can probably get stepped on by a titan, can't you? You can, but see, that's that's where the that's where your size comes into play. Because titans are big enough to where they can only just like walk between buildings and stuff like that. Whereas if you're a little guy, you can like... Go in and you can go in a building. You can come out, shoot a rocket at the guy, go back in, reload, go back out. You oh, know, yeah. and then suddenly the tit- and the big dumb titan will be looking around, just like, "Hey, who shot that?" You know. I was thinking more of the situation if you get caught like in an open area when you're. Oh titan, yeah, you're screwed if your you're titan in the gets open when you're and you're like, "You're like, yeah, I'm shooting this guy," and some dude behind you, behind you just goes. <laughs> the deve- yeah, the developers put out a video and they're like, you know, here's like the five like. Like habits, you know, like first person shooter habits that you have to break to be able to do good at Titanfall. And like one of the first ones is like, get off the ground. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a crazy vertical game just because mm-hmm. there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of buildings and get, like getting up the f- floors and the whole double jumping and jetpacks and stuff like that. So it, it's difficult, but it, it's a good. So you know. it's a, it's a it's a slight twist on an old favorite. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's mixing it up just enough, but it's not alienating people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm doing pretty well at it, so I'm probably going to pick it up just because it's the first first person shooter where I'm actually doing better than half the players. <laughs> so. Um, interesting thing, though, uh, the it doesn't seem to be the case anymore. But when the beta first went up on Valentine's Day. Uh, there were a lot of server issues. People couldn't connect, or they couldn't find a game, or you know, they a lot of people had a message where you know the servers just it couldn't find it. So um, I thought this was 
I, I was wondering if this was going to be representative of what we're going to see in March when the game actually launches and everyone's got the game. And then they open the beta to everyone, so theoretically everyone has the game, quote-unquote, and it seems to be working just fine. So you know, the, Yeah, the server issues, they seem to clean up pretty quickly. So Which is nice, at yeah. least. I don't know if it's going to... I really hope that carries over to the full game, because as much as I want to see the game just fail spectacularly, just because I'm a journalist and I eat that shit up, <laughs> um, I do want to see the game do well, just because I, 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 I don't know. I hate seeing any developer or any publisher other than Activision fail. <laughs> I'm completely fine with Activision failing. It is failing EA, because so there is that. Yeah. <laughs> They're the lesser of two evils yeah, Okay, here. fair enough, fair enough. They, they've gotten better. It's not under John Riddis or whatever the hell we called him. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Ricola. <laughs> that's right. That was God. Guy was a jerk. Um, I mean, that's that's one of the big reasons why they do betas like this is so they can get a sense of scale. And what they apparently found out very quickly is that for the number of people that were signing into the service, they needed more servers. Yeah. And so no based kidding. on that, looking at the number of pre-orders that they have and like projecting sales and all that, that tells them how many servers that they're going to need. And so hopefully, if they're smart, they'll do that and then some. Yeah. So well, it's also cool that they opened it up for everyone. Mm -hmm. That's the first. That's the first time for a beta to actually do it right. Like, hey, we're gonna have a shit ton of people to play. Uh, we need a shit ton of people. Hey, everyone, <laughs> yeah. come play. Yeah. That is a good point because that's too. a realistic because, because usually with betas and stuff, you see people have to jump through hoops on like websites and forums yeah. and stuff like that just just be able to get a key. And so, oh, yeah. it's really not representative of like once the game is actually out and stuff yeah. like that. So that is a really good point, yeah. actually. I mean, the last time I did a beta, I had to send them a blood sample. That was a little over the top, but I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, it, it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you just all right, here's here's the de demo? Yeah, per se, we'll give it to you early. And everybody who wants to play this game, fucking play it. Because yeah. you're going to be playing when you buy it anyways, and we need to know you're going to be there now so we can be ready for you then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. the um, just, just on a quick side note from what you were talking about, about jumping hoops, I just think it's funny that even after the beta had been opened up for everybody, people were still paying real money for keys on eBay. That's so dumb. <laughs> I but, know. <laughs> but hey, someone's going to be dumb enough because they're fucking whatever. Yep. But wait a minute. This is by EA, right? Yes. Ah. Yeah, we don't want SimCity 2.0. Uh, yeah, yeah, but see, that's I was, what happened. I was, they I was, opened I was, the floodgate on that one. I was, I was about to say, I'm like, well, Sims, uh, I'm like, but SimCity had that ridiculous DRM. I'm like, but yeah. Titanfall's multiplayer only, so it's basically the same yeah. thing. Yeah, this game is useless without internet. Yeah, I that's think they learned point. from that when they opened the floodgates on SimCity, and it went <laughs> <laughs> exactly like yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> I, I suppose it's possible that it could have a like a local just just playing event against bots mode. Yeah. You know, it may. We don't know for sure that yeah, it does or does not. That's the regular multiplayer. Hey -o! Ah. <laughs> Um I look forward to seeing how Titanfall does, though. So yeah, do I. And I, I, I. Really? I really do. Because, like, well, like I've said before, they've got all, Microsoft has took every egg they own and put it in this great golden basket called Titanfall. Either it's gonna get go okay to good. Or it's going to get smashed. Speaking of Microsoft and putting all their eggs in this basket mm -hmm. and shit like that, have you guys heard the rumor that apparently there's a, rum there's a rumor floating around that Amazon might be buying the Xbox brand? No. No. It's it's like that. strictly rumor at this point. Like, it's it's going all over NeoGAF and stuff like that, but it's... That, that's kind of a jump from... Double helix to Xbox. It's <laughs> just a pit. Um, like I said, it's just strictly rumor at this point. None of the major sites have picked it up yet, but it was uh, leaked on NeoGAF from a, uh, a well-known leaker. Um, his name... Well, no, no, his name is... Like no, no, C just, C a well-known leaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
we're 12. Um, but, but allegedly, Amazon is uh, looking to buy the Xbox brand, which I think could be interesting if be Microsoft no, run, no longer runs it. No more Xbox One or Two or whatever. It's just <laughs> Xbox Prime. Done. <laughs> We'll see. Like I said, I can't see that. That's a big. We'll see. Here, here's thing. the thing. Microsoft has gone on record to say that if they got an attractive enough bid, they would consider it. Because in the grand scale of everything that Microsoft does, the Xbox division doesn't do shit for them. Like it does enough, but in that's the grand true. scheme of everything else they do, the Xbox is just a drop in the bucket. No, no, that that's very true compared to the money they make off of their enterprise products, like six like server and office and all that. Exactly. Uh, comparatively, yes, that that is very true. I've um, uh, Paul Throughout on Windows Weekly has made that point multiple times. So yeah, um, yeah. So huh. it's not unheard of. Yeah. It's it's a little hard to imagine, but it's not necessarily unheard of. Yeah. So this entire time, Xbox has been Bill Gates's silented stepchild that he got in a really weird marriage. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and all the other kids are really angry at him. Like, you get everything. We're actually Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> and considering Microsoft just got a new CEO, I mean, this is the time when things usually get shooken up. So It'll be interesting to see, that's yeah. for certain. But yeah. like I said, there are only rumors at this point. Take them with a grain of salt. Like I said, none of the major sites yeah. have even reported on it yet. So um, it's just floating around on NeoGAF from people that might actually know what they're talking about, but we can't confirm it. So. In, in 30 seconds, what is it about NeoGAF that it attracts leaks like this? Uh, the anonymity and the community. It's a massive community. A lot of, like, you know, people from all sorts of people from the gaming industry actually, like, congress... Congress. Not congress. Maybe congress. Congregate. I don't know. Co yes, thank you. <laughs> Congregate there. Um, everyone from developers and publishers to just people like us to... People like us, in terms of just people who play video games and are enthusiasts, to to you know press like Jason Schreier from Kotaku. He loves just being on NeoGAF and stuff like that. He gets a lot of story ideas from there. So that's just what it is. Just okay. a, just a community. But we'll see. Well, of course, we'll report on it if anything happens between Amazon and Xbox. I'm pretty sure that it'll be our sole topic of discussion if yeah. that happens. Uh, but anyway. Coming in at number two, there was a Nintendo Direct on February 13th, because I remember on Wednesday, the day before the Nintendo Direct happened, suddenly we got an email saying, hey, we're going to have a video tomorrow. I'm just like, oh, thank God, I haven't got any news for the week yet. <laughs> um, we did not learn what year it is, because Aww. the year of Luigi officially ended the same day they had this, you know, Nintendo Direct, because they said it was going to be a, a full you know, year in length of time, not in terms of, you know, calendar year, but whatever. So we should, all, we should all just take a moment on Mike's behalf just to give it a... You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to note that you throw taps at anything that may have died in the last 10 anythings i do because i like just seeing your guys's facial reactions i mean when you're like really again <laughs> anyway this time i want to see how long you let me go <laughs> I, I, I broke up i just I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's what she said should be in there <laughs> <laughs> anyway longer than she could handle Moving on, <laughs> because I know full well where this episode goes when we start talking dirty. Yeah, those damn blinds rip wide open. <laughs> well, they're Venetian, so. 
Now we're getting a little too close to home. Anyways, it's a direct happened. Yeah, so... And Mike uh, blinked and remembers because it wasn't lightning on his screen for two minutes. <laughs> so, uh, not a ton of, like, big things. I mean, there were a couple of release dates for, like, a Kirby game on 3DS, and they reminded you that Donkey Kong on Wii U and Yoshi on 3DS are a thing. Um... They said that Mario Kart, Mar, not Mario Kart, uh, Mario Golf on 3DS is coming in May or something like that, which I think Goat is actually looking yeah. forward to, oddly enough. Oh, the old Mario Kart games are, are Mario Kart. What? See, something. <laughs> the old Mario Golf games, like back on the GameCube and even the 64, they were like, it was it was just when it was going fun. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up just because it's Mario. When well, you play tennis, you might as well give golf a chance. Yeah, it's a, that's that's true. Anyway, um, so, but a couple of big things. Uh, we got to see some gameplay from Bayonetta 2 and got a conference that's coming later this year. Big deal. Um, have you guys played Bayonetta? That's the one with the half-naked chick and the swords, right? Gun shoes, I think is what you're trying to say. Gun shoes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I did play the first one a little bit, but... It was great. Eh. It was great. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think Mike we, has a thing for half-naked women. Does it most... Non-homosexual men, even some of the homosexuals, I think, do. Yeah, in different <laughs> ways. But anyway, we saw some gameplay from Monolith Soft's X game, which I'm really hoping it's still not just called X. But the combat looks almost exactly like that of Xenoblade, which I'm a fan of. Is except, it, is it is any relation to the X anime? I don't think so. Okay. There's an X anime. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the combat looked a lot like Xenoblade in the fact that it was kind of MMO-based and it had, you know, the, the bubbles on the bottom with the different abilities and stuff like that. And then the guy got into a mech and started fighting in a mech with with RPG controls and, fuck, I want this game inside me. So it's Xeno um, Titanfall? What did you just say? Nothing. Go on. I'm sorry. So it's, it's Xeno Titanfall. It's Japanese Titanfall, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, perhaps the biggest bit of news... And I say biggest, ironically, is uh, th that Little Mac from Punch-Out! is going to be a playable character in the next Smash Brothers game. Sweet. Uh, I'm kind of worried about that, because in the gameplay trailer, uh, while Little Mac was fighting, his trainer was like yelling in his ear the entire time, and I swear to God, if he does that during gameplay, I'm going to ban him from any time I ever play with anyone ever. But, but what am I going to play? Someone that's not Little Mac. <laughs> but he flies like a tiger and stings like a bee. Floats. Flies, flies like a flies, flies like a butterfly. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, we're starting to see a lot of really interesting things. If we're fo if you follow the uh, screenshot a day posts from the uh, Smash Bros. Dojo, um, just a lot of really interesting like screenshots and like crossovers and stuff like that. And well, I find it interesting, but I'm a fanboy, so what do I know? Who, who, do we think there's going to be any more like new characters in Super Smash Bros? Well, they haven't put a date out on it yet, have they? Uh, they said it's coming in 2014, so probably November. So yeah, probably one or two more. No, no, I mean like new characters, like new to the series, not like new as in like reveals. Because they're as far as the roster goes right now, I think they're only up to like 18 fighters or something like mm -hmm. that. And Brawl had. 35 fighters. So I swear if they end at 20, I'm I'm going to be angry, especially because they haven't confirmed a lot of key characters. Well, you also have to keep in fact that they're keeping the, 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 the. You also have to keep the idea that it's going to be a direct port to 3DS too. So that's going to give us we've yeah. talked about that memory situation. Yeah. 
Uh, so you might be stuck with God, twenty. God, I hope they don't fuck it up. I just, I really hope they don't fuck it up. I just don't. I just don't want whatever. At this point, I hope they use a second screen. Yeah, that'd be cool if they had it. It's like a, um, like a, uh, like a fight pad kind of thing. Since it's being co-developed by Namco, it could be cool. You could have like quick buttons on it for like different combos and stuff like that. It won't yeah. happen, but you never yeah. know. It'd be hard because then couch multiplayer, everyone else will be at a disadvantage. I think they should Maybe make it for you. I think they should make a first-person view in the pad. Doesn't that any, would be weird. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, it doesn't have any like any 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 factor to the game. Just the fact that you could like you could play it with the controller above you and be like, look at this. I'm seeing myself get punched in the face by Mario. Didn't the last one have some sort of like capture studio multi like some? Something like that. Sort of. You could like take quick pictures and like yeah. highlights and stuff like that, but none of it was really like worth anything you know a lot because they wanted you to share it online and the online thing for brawl was a mess and i remember i was part of the first ever clan for super smash brothers ball brawl and once we found out that the online system was shit we didn't do anything with it ever so there's that um but anyway Coming in at number one, and really not something we're probably going to talk a whole lot about other than the fact that this has been amazing to see happen over the past couple days. Um, if you've paid attention to popular streaming site Twitch at all for the past couple days, you'll notice that one of the po most popular channels right now is a channel called Twitch Plays Pokemon. This is a channel where some guy from Australia who wishes to remain anonymous managed to program a game so that it's Pokemon Red and Blue, but it's in controlled entirely with people that are... Uh, typing commands into the chat box so people are typing like a b up down right left you know stuff like that and those commands like first come first serve go into the game and actually play the game and stuff like that so as of you know when we checked on the stream earlier there were what i think it was fifty five thousand people watching it mm -hmm. so we can assume uh, using a crazy assumption let's say that half of the people who are watching it are putting commands into the chat room. That means that 27,000 people are trying to play the same game of Pokemon. And even, even if it's just 10%, even if just even if only quote unquote 5,000 people <laughs> are trying to control the same game of Pokemon. They were doing pretty good. Even 1%, they managed, even 500 while, while we people were watching it, they managed to get the rainbow badge, which is amazing to me, but I really hope well, they remembered to save. <laughs> <laughs> because there there've been a couple times where like they wouldn't you know, they wouldn't save, and then suddenly, like, the game would freeze up or something like that. Or, uh, like... See, the good thing about the uh, all the Pokemon games is that you don't lose your progress if you lose a battle. You just warp back to the last Pokemon Center, which in this case means technically half a day's work because you can't get someone from point A to point B without fucking everything up. So, so real quick question. So, on that note, how long would you, would you say it would take a normal person to get from the start of the game to getting the, the this badge that, that we just saw them get? Let's see, the fourth badge, I would say, I would say someone of an average skill level, I would say maybe 10 hours max. It has taken Twitch four days. <laughs> <laughs> but they are having some issues with people disagreeing. Yes. Well, yeah, 20,000 people all trying to play the same game. But at the same time, they are, they do have like a level 41 Pidgeot, so they're doing something right. <laughs> Um, Someone yeah. was really running the grinding for a while, I think. See, I, I mean, you know, I, 
I have to assume that what's happening here is that somebody is running this in an emulator in their computer. Yes. And then they've got the Twitch chat room up, and then they basically just wrote a simple program that just reads the text in the chat room and then translates that into controls in the emulator. I mean, really, it's not that... I mean, if, if you really want to know technical nitty-gritty, I know he told it to Polygon, but, you know, that, that's, that's... Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, this is not a marvel of engineering or, you know, by any means. It's just The, the fact that somebody to thought to do this it's is, cool. is and really he didn't interesting. Ex- yeah. he didn't expect it to be very popular at all. He put it up like a week ago. But oh, it did, really? Oh. Yeah, but it, but, he did, but it didn't really garner any attention until just a couple days ago. Um, and so, it just it started with just like, you know, maybe a couple dozen people. They're just like, yeah, let's go this way. Okay. And they managed to get all the way to, like, Cerulean City, which is the third city. Second badge, third city. Yeah. Um, they managed to get all the way there, and then that's when everyone started watching it, and suddenly it's going up by tens of thousands of people, and suddenly it's just like, okay, this is like a guy trying to be a Pokemon master with schizophrenia with 55,000 people in his head, you know? Which I, oh my god, that's... It's I, just cool, shoot. that's what sucked me in, is the fact that my, yeah, this isn't like, you know, like Charlie said, it's not wowing technology by any standard, of the, you know, stretch of the imagination, it's an older game, it's the first gen of Pokemon for... for yeah. It is. <laughs> you know, and it's obviously a simple program. It's not like rocket science here. But the the idea behind it is just like it's like it's like a bad reality show. It just sucks you in. It's like the Duck Dynasty for freaking gamers. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, we'll give this a whirl. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I should probably do it's been two hours. Oh man, I can't get that time back. I did what I are did they doing? <laughs> I did manage to keep the stream up on my laptop and just like put it to the side of me while I was playing Lightning Returns the other day and I would just I muted it which is a shame because I love the music in the original red and blue, but Lightning Returns. Yeah. So you know, I muted it and so I just look back every so often and just like they're still in Cerulean. Oh, they managed to make it through the rock tunnel. Nope, back in Cerulean. <laughs> Oh, they died. Yeah. Managed to catch a manky. And they're at the PC. They'll be at there for three days. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just really fascinating to see. And I, I it's, it's I don't know. I, I think this has spawned so many memes as well. Just because, like, one of, the, one of the things that keeps happening is that during battles, people will manage to get into the bag. And then they'll go through, like, the key items. And it's, like, the SS ticket and the Helix Fossil and, like, a nugget. And so, so everyone keeps making fun of just, like, I don't know what to do. Consult the Helix Fossil. And suddenly, you just imagine Red just standing there listening to this rock. Like, what he should do next? And then the rock will say, down. And then he'll walk down. And I can just imagine every time that people manage to get in the bag, I can just imagine Red, like, frantically searching for his bag. Like, uh, uh, it's a ticket to get on a boat. What should I do? Damn it, ticket. You're not helping. And it's all this stupid stuff. <laughs> the meme I saw was it was like it was like executed cut in twenty three hours. <laughs> oh man, they sat at a they sat at a tree that you're supposed to cut down for like three hours because they couldn't actually get to it, and then they got past it. And they're like, yay! And then someone managed to get it back through, and they're like, no, fuck <laughs> you! It's so funny, you guys. I love it. It's the greatest thing. <sighs> I'm so gonna, check it out. I'm Definitely gonna, check I'm it gonna, out. It's probably still going whenever you hear this. <laughs> um, what percentage of the game are they at at this point? Uh, well, they just got the rainbow badge, which is the fourth badge out of eight. And then there's the elite four. So Just under half. Yeah, about half. 
which is impressive. But like I said off air, you know, the, the tricky part is going to be when they need to get the HM for surf. Because the only way to get that is in the safari zone. And the safari zone, you only have 500 steps to get anywhere before they before it kicks you out of the safari zone. Because that's how it did the time limits back then. It did it by steps. And so that was an old trick. If you wanted to just keep fishing in the safari zone just to find these Pokemon, you just sat at, like, the edge of a lake. You didn't waste any time. You just, because you're not walking, you just fish. Ah, gotcha. So you could do that for days, and, like, it would just go. But it's going to, they're going to be so screwed. Yeah, they're definitely going to hit a roadblock there. But that's going to require a lot of coordination, and people are going to be frustrated. And I'm just going to watch it laughing my ass off, saying, Ha! Told you so! So, it'll be interesting to see. And being that this is on Twitch, will it be available for streaming later? Or does everything that's on Twitch... I don't know if it will be. Not everything. Okay. Um, they need to enable the option and stuff like that. See, because this Twitch has this this Twitch stream has been running nonstop for... The counter was at four days, something or other. I don't think you can archive that entire thing at once. Technically, you can. I mean, I just, you can, yeah. but I don't think Twitch will allow you to. You know what I mean? If it's popular enough, it gets people to their site and sees their advertisements. Whatever. Twitch, Maybe. the home of online Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I just want I want them to do this now next with Call of Duty. Oh, because that could work well. <laughs> could you, well uh, that'll be an 18 or over one just based on language. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I I just want to see twenty thousand people trying to control one character in a multiplayer match in Call of Duty. Well, uh, see, here's the here's the thing. The guy again, the Polygon article that he did about this was probably the best one. Um, but he said that you know he picked the original Pokemon because of the quote unquote forgiving nature of the game. Like I said, if you lose a battle, you just go back to the first Pokemon Center. You don't start the whole game over. Sure, it's running on an emulator, so you don't have to worry about running out of battery. It's quote unquote slow paced because of the turn based RPG battles and stuff like that. So it's right. perfect for this kind of experiment. Call of Duty would be interesting to see, but it would be a lot of just like, you know. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I'd get dizzy in 30 seconds. So yeah, I I, just, I'm not in a rush. I would just watch the chat room for that one and see how many times the word fuck comes up and just count it and be like, look at that. 33 million times in 25 minutes. You'd be like, I've done better than that. <laughs> 55,000 Call of Duty players say fuck 30 million times every 20 minutes. <laughs> anyway. Like a reasonable statistic to me. Anyway, so that's the week in news. For our feature today, we're talking free to play games. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking freemium games today, and in order to hear this feature, you need to pay another $1.49. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Charlie, I feel like you probably know, like, freemium games better than us, because it's very rampant in, like, mobile games and oh, stuff yes. like that. Uh, what, 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 I have a feeling I know the answer to this. What are the biggest controversies with freemium games right now? Well, so... First of all, let's explain what a freemium game is for those of the, those of the listeners that aren't you know familiar. Okay, um, essentially what it comes down to is that initially you you get the game for free; you don't have to pay to download the game. Mm -hmm. And then the way most of them work is that technically, and it, I I really mean technically, not realistically <laughs> necessary, but technically, you can play through and beat the game without spending a penny, without, right? You know, without you know spending a dime, you know, whatever. However, that very rarely is actually the case. Um, they're almost always set up so that uh, the there are sections or levels or just the way the game mechanics are is that to beat it without paying any real money, 
Well, it could potentially take an ungodly amount of time and effort. Years, <laughs> yeah, literally years. There's there, there's one game, for example, um, the My Little Pony game, oh. <laughs> which I've actually talked about on the show like way back when. But uh, so I just think bring, I remember that. Just bring this back up. Um, it's uh, it's it's kind of a Farmville ish kind of game where you build a town. Actually, it's closer to Simpsons Tapped Out. Is a more uh, is a more uh, current reference, yeah. I guess. Where like you build your town and then you you know you buy ponies and put them in the stores so that they work and then you know make money. It's kind of kind of slave labor, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, but then there's a story that you have to get through, and then then to progress through the story points, you have to you know you have to get certain ponies up to certain levels and so yeah. on and so forth. Um, and um, to be able to buy certain ponies, to be able to get to certain plot points, when the game initially came out. Um, one of the one of the main ponies you had to get through to get through the main story costs so much money that literally realistically to be able to get this pony naturally mm-hmm. without spe- without paying real money for it mm-hmm. it literally would have taken you something like nine months wow just because like you had a limit of like how much you could get in a day kind of sort of right um and so yeah eventually i am um i I know of course the property is owned by hasbro i don't remember the name of the studio that actually made the game right off the top of my head uh it may even have just been hasbro interactive i was gonna say it's probably just their in-house but um eventually they came to their senses and they 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 dropped the price of it and then they've had sales and stuff like that so that you know at least spending your real money is less painful but (laughs) you know it's 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 one of a long line of games where they have like an you know in-game purchases that costs like up, like upwards to like ninety nine dollars because I think that's actually the cap of what you can charge for oh, an in game purchase, um, you know. And uh, you know, a more recent example of this is like the Dungeon Keeper um, uh, uh, remake, which I, I I can't talk about too much just because I haven't looked into it. But I'm I know and I've I've heard enough people complain about it enough to know that the microtransactions and the the way the game is structured to basically. Make it so that if you not if you don't pay money, like the game is practically not even fun to play. Yeah, is that it's 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 apparently notorious for this. And like Simpson tapped out is kind of the same way. You know, with buying donuts to do things. You know, it's just whatever whatever the that in game whatever that game's in game currency. currency of choice is. Yeah, you know, it's uh, be, you know converting just real money to buy it just just to play a stupid game that has absolutely no actual return of on your investment. Right. Yeah. Like it. You know. It's like I look at it like even you know at least when you go and you pick up like a sixty dollar console game, you have, you know, I, generally speaking, you could you, a, you a could, reasonable expectation that you're getting a game rather yes. than something that you just funnel you know pennies into exactly. And the um you know what yeah when exactly yeah these these games are the complete and total like total opposite like whatever story there is is minimal to non-existent right um. You know, it's it's but it's entirely based around just the addictive nature of humans, right. and you know, just the, you know, just the psychological barriers of just like you know, like oh, I could spend sixty dollars on a game, or I could pay ninety nine cents for you know a little bit of in game currency that'll get me a little bit far- farther than this thing that I didn't have to pay for in the first place when and, it, and you it haven't been keeping track and you've actually paid a hundred dollars right. over the say, last it three months. Doesn't seem like a lot because it's just like oh, it's just a dollar. Yeah, it's just a, it's just two dollars, you know. And then suddenly you look at your you know your iTunes statement at the end of the month and it's just like holy crap, I've spent a hundred and fifty dollars on fucking. You know, Simpsons tapped out. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's... With that kind of game, where it's just, like, a stupid game that doesn't mean anything, and, like, you know, it's... You know, it put, it was pretty much nothing to put together. Like, 
the I feel like that's where the microtransaction na nature like makes more sense. Yeah. Because there have even there have even been a couple times where um, I've been playing games that offered in-game purchases and I didn't need them. Like they were right. not they were not structured so, um, uh, you know. Um, what I'm trying, what I'm looking for. They were not, um, you know, they, necessary. They, were, they weren't necessary. They, they weren't put together so, so intently to just leak money out of players. Oh, okay. Right. You know, so like the in-game purchases were there, but it was a lot easier to play the game without spending any money. Right. There have been a couple of cases where I enjoyed the game so much. I didn't need the buying game purchases, but I, I gave them a couple bucks because it's like, I, I appreciate what you guys did. And I want you yeah. to, I want you to get at least a little bit of money from me. Right. Just because thank you. Yeah, because I enjoyed this. Oh, um, Charlie, the only honorable mobile gamer out there. I don't know about that. But One of the few honorable mobile <laughs> gamers out there. Um, and you know, when it comes to stuff like that, it makes sense. But I mean, you know, goat. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> why? <laughs> why you gave me that look? But I was gonna say it's when it comes into having microtransactions into a sixty-dollar game like Forza. Mm -hmm. It's like. I think that's kind of crossing a line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Force is it's Force is a weird a weird entity because yeah, I get I paid 60 bucks for this game and I get a shit ton of stuff with my $60 purchase. But at the same time, like new cars and new tracks and stuff like that are technically like I look at them as like DLC and expansions to the game because Interesting. Because then like okay, now I have this new Mercedes. It's its its own thing. It's a whole new th animal. I can, you know, it, it, it reacts completely differently than my whatever Ferrari that I had in the game. You know, and it's and it's the whole, like, building and, and working and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, it's a buck and a half here. But, but they're usually pretty good about it because for, like, three, I think it's, like, 360, you get usually f at least five cars per pack. So Seems decent. I, so, I, I mean, it's, it's more like an experience. Expansion. It's not needed to play the game whatsoever. It's just more of like DLC. But suddenly, like, if you have an a attachment to a certain car that's yeah. in that pack or something, yeah. it's just like, oh, now I got to buy the whole like, like, pack. Like in, in, in VJ scenario, if they had the Charger, he'd be inclined to spend a dollar fifty on it. Right. Probably. Would, Charlie would be inclined to buy the Soul and and I would drive circles yeah. about him. Well, no, <laughs> and the thing is, then you can go in and you can you know you can do your thing. And like you could put all your ponies on it and make the make the pony machine <laughs> and make it your own and then go online with that and be I don't like, know if you know this, but you just sold Charlie on Forza. <laughs> yeah. But then you know but then you, you know, you're online playing and all that and you're like, Who's the jackass in the pony soul? You're like, That's me <laughs> You know, and it's yours. So like yeah, you know, it's like I said, it's more like DLC, kinda of like Borderlands and stuff like that. It's not it's just added content for an already like I don't need to get any of it and still beat the game. So two two qualifications is what mm -hmm. I said. First of all, I, I just just to be very clear. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm perfectly fine with paying for DLC, you know, yeah. expansion packs and games yeah. and stuff like that, and even like you know weapons and armor and stuff like that for you know for for various games. Like per totally fine with that. And then second of all, I just you know I, I know this is not what you were saying, mm -hmm. but just because the thought popped into my head that I could have come across this way, I certainly do not ever mean to come across as that. Like the developers' time that make this stuff after the game's release is not worth money. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. I, I don't mean I don't mean to say that it's not worth money by any means. It's no. just the, the the microtransaction nature is is just what I'm referring to. Oh okay. The reason why I bring Forza up specifically is because now correct me if I'm wrong, but what what I believe I remember reading was that the number of cars that were in like the last Forza. Mm -hmm. This one now, you know, you know, the last one didn't have microtransaction. Everything everything just came on the on the sixty dollar game. One of four. 
well, that's the current one, right? Uh, the current, the current one's five. One is five on the Xbox One. Okay, so four then. Did, Forza, did four have DLC? Like, yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah, okay. but not microtransaction-y. It, it was no. like, you know, the, the, like, like this is the Jalopnik car pack. You know, yeah. that was it. Okay. But five is the new one where they're trying this whole new system. And my understanding is that the number of cars that came on the disc of five, it's like less than significantly half. less, like yeah. significantly yeah. less. And so it, it seems like it's much more like it, it's it's the, the, the perception is that, you know, like it's not that here's 60 dollars worth of game and then we're going to keep on working of stuff and give you some more things. It seems like. The perception is here's, that what they did with five content, we're locking this much unless you pay. <laughs> right. It's like here's yeah. here's a sixty dollar game, except for this that we're taking off and they're gonna make you pay more for. Right. Is, is the perception that people have with which we with like five. to call pulling a Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's already on the disc. Even. Yeah. yeah. No, well, we put it there so that if other people are using it online, then you can use it too. But you know, we're gonna make you pay for the content that you have on the anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, and with five, I understand what you're saying. Like. One through four, it was you get a game, and then here's all this extra stuff if you want it. Here's but hundreds of cards. This one from five, they've literally, I think it's like a half, if not less than half, the starting stable. That's what I thought, yeah. For cars. But they're spinning it to, uh, and uh, the, the way they're selling it is to, now you can personalize your car stable. So, so if you don't like a Mustang, you don't have to have a Mustang. You can go buy your see, Nissan. See, and I, I wouldn't have a big problem with that if they lowered the price of the base game. Thank you. Yeah, that's my. It should point. have been a bit of a four dollar yeah. game at that point. Yeah, because yeah. that's because that's because that to me is something like you know I think they should offer that in kind of like in two different versions. Mm -hmm. And this is this is actually where I think uh, Drive Club, which will eventually come out on PlayStation <laughs> Four, this is what I actually think they're doing well with that. They're offering you like just the game and like. A couple cars to start out with, and the, the base game itself is supposed to be like free to play. You know, if you download oh, it off okay. of PlayStation mm -hmm. Plus, ah, if you plus download membership. it off yeah. of PlayStation Plus, okay, that's 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 the kicker here. Got it. So you just got a couple cars to get you started. That's it, and then you can and then you could buy individual cars through the microtransactions yeah. and stuff like that. There's the disc version, which is like 50, 60 bucks, which has several cars. I don't know how many, obviously, because the game's not out. It was supposed to be out, but anyway. Um, I like that. Like that's okay. It's just mm. like here's the client pick and choose your cars here or there's a package deal. Yeah. Right. No. That's perfect sense. Brilliant. Yeah. If you perfect want to sense. Rally cart, we we will let you. Yeah. yeah. It's like if they had said with Forza 5, if they had said, you know, like we're going to allow you to have like your custom cars and if they had just dropped the price of, you know, the price of the game by 10 bucks, I would have been perfectly fine with spending 10 bucks mm -hmm. then in DLC to round out to oh, customize yeah. my garage, quote unquote or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. that's fine because then at the end of it, I have 60 I've paid the same $60 and I actually have the cars that I want. Fine. Yeah. Perfect. But obviously they did not do that so no and, and the community is definitely it's like 50 50 i've noticed it's like split down the middle some people are like hey you're jacking us and i'm kind of on that side mm -hmm. and the other side's like but it's always been like this and we're like it's not been not like as bad this yeah. it's been what it was that was close to right. not this right. that makes sense yeah um a couple things i want to bring up uh first of all charlie correct me if i'm wrong i saw this i saw someone post about this on facebook but there was a plants vs. zombies 2 oh, update recently yeah where apparently you had to pay for lawnmowers now or so something. So I have I haven't played it. I, I haven't played it. So I can't I can't speak to it directly. But uh, hang on, Goat, are you okay over there? But there's lawnmowers in this game. <laughs> so okay, so it for those who haven't ever seen Plants Plants vs Zombies in action, basically the way it works is that on the left side of the screen, 
um you know characters move right to left so it's a side scroll in that aspect and your the level is broken up into like like five or six rows um and so the zombies come in from the right and walk towards the left and so you build your plants on the left facing to the right and that's where you build your defense and the point is to keep the zombies from reaching all the way to the left side of the screen the way it's always been it's 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 a, it's a tower defense game yeah i know right. i just thought it was a little bit more than your i i there's a lot less there than I thought there was. Based, I mean, on there's title. a lot. There, there's, there's all. <laughs> it's about as deep as you want it to be. That's yeah. the beauty so, of so it. So basically, it's just uh, Walking Dead meets uh, Shop of Little Shop of Horrors. That's actually really, actually yes. That's actually a really <laughs> okay. good comparison. But, but you know, but, you know, there are like you know more than a dozen dozen different kinds of zombies with different attacks and different ways of coming at you. Some are like hanging from balloons, and so you have to have you know have some to have dance. plants that can shoot into the air, and some of them like burrow under the ground, so you have to have plants that stop that. And so there there is a lot of strategy to mm. it. I'm simplifying. Yeah, but. You know, all through the the original Plants vs. Zombies, and all through the second, when it first came out, up until apparently very recently, basically every row had a lawnmower at the end of it, and so that was like you're basically your one freebie is that so if a zombie made it all the way across, you weren't able to stop him. If he reached the lawnmower, the lawnmower would kick off. It would take out that zombie and any other zombies in that row, and then so that was your one freebie oh, for you're, that you're row. Oh, shit. What's that? Your oh shit button. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't a button. It was automatic. Yeah. But yes. Um, and then if a zombie made it through that row again, then you got to your house and, you know, level over. Um, what apparently has happened is that they took away the lawnmowers. And so now you have to pay for the lawnmowers um, using, using in-game currency, that which you can either earn, you know, naturally in the game or you can, or you can pay, pay real, real money, money for. for. Which, um, you know, they, they have taken one of the fundamental, always existing aspects of this game and turned it on its head. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that is the kind of thing where it, if they had come out with it like that in the first place, it still would have been shitty. But at least it would have been like, okay, Acceptable. fine, this is how two instead, is. Instead, this almost seems like they were teasing you. It's just like, oh, by the way, we're locking this from you now. Yes. Real, I, yeah, just real. I think they're just making it realistic. Gas prices are way up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're electric mowers. Do they have a wire? <laughs> they are not electric mowers. See, there you go. Oh. But yeah, I mean, please tell me they're five bucks. I don't know how much they cost. Because we can figure out where they're at according to their gas prices, <laughs> and they go pick it, give us our mowers back. Oh yeah. Anyways. I can just imagine the sunflowers just with little signs. Give us our lawnmowers back. <laughs> oh Quit my mowing God, our I wallets. Quit mowing our wallets. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, the game has had plans for uh, the hello. The game has had in-game in-game transactions since the beginning. You know right. they have had plants that you could only get through buying them, and uh, other various things that you only get through buying them. And um, so, I mean, that part is not new. But like I say, like taking something as fundamental to the way taking, all these levels work, locking a gameplay mechanic that was previously available for yeah. free behind a paywall is about as shady as it gets. Yes. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, um, uh, I goat. I know you haven't played it, uh, Charlie. You played through Mass Effect, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, it's sci-fi. Um, did you play the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 at all? I did. Do you remember those packs of unlocks that you would have to get? What do you... Th- well, I'll explain for GOAT and for anyone else who hasn't played the game. So, Mass Effect 3 had a multiplayer component that most people saw as largely unimportant. Um, and it was really it had, only important if you wanted the best ending in the game. Whatever. So the 1% again. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I managed to do just fine and get the best ending of the game with barely touching the multiplayer, but that's just me. Anyway, 
And how much did that cost you? Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> well, 60. Anyway. <laughs> so the way the multiplayer Mass Effect 3 works is that you get a loadout, kind of like with most shooters and stuff like that. You know, you choose your weapons and like special abilities and stuff like that. But in order to unlock these, you got them unlocked regularly through gameplay, or you could purchase these quote-unquote blind packs where they would have sets of unlocks in them. So you would be able to unlock classes and weapons and whatever. So the way it worked is if you really want to unlock a certain class or race or something like that, you could either wait until you actually manage to randomly unlock it through regular gameplay, or you could toss a couple bucks at a blind pack and you'd have an increased chance at getting rare unlocks and stuff like that. And more to the point, there were packs that had... Like, you know, there were like four or five different packs, and each one, as you went up, cost more, but also had a higher probability of giving you rarer items. Okay, so, so you can pay like a which, which I had to use every ounce of restraint to not dive into because to me, that's Pokemon cards all over again. <laughs> just buying booster packs is just yeah. like, got a hollow, got a hollow. Oh my God, it's a Charizard. You know, just that all over again. Just like the thrill of like, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? Oh my God, it's a rare. You know, stuff like that. So. But I, I didn't buy a single pack. I'm very proud of myself. I cannot say the same thing. How dare you? That's okay. That's okay. He'll get all the lightning returns packs. Yes. <laughs> this is something to do with the gameplay. All of it. That's four fifty. Fine. I've already spent eight dollars for DLC for lightning returns for the two costumes that are. Do the available. costumes at least give you like different abilities or yes. anything like that? Okay, so they do. Okay. Well. So they're not useless. They're not just cosmetic stuff. Otherwise, I still buy them. Yeah. Still buy them. <laughs> Yeah, I think I I I I'm trying to remember. I think maybe I played multiplayer for Mass Effect 3 probably for about 3 months start to finish just as I was working on the game and whatnot. <laughs> um I think I maybe spent across that entire time period maybe 15 or 20 dollars at the most. Um I can't say the same. I mean, I I barely even touched the multiplayer. I think I I think I just do- dove into the multiplayer just to t- waste time more than anything because yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone else wants to play, I'll jump in. Yeah. Uh, several of my several of my friends from the players club were playing it and so we we played together quite often and um I again, I mean Mass Effect, which I'm big pretty you know pretty big fan of and I wanted that best ending and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um so, all right. You guys remember um there's a game on Xbox. I want to talk about like the the really bad version of this. The, the bad version? Okay. Go go no, on. This this game could have been great, but freemium ruined it. You guys remember Crimson, Crimson Alliance? No. Oh. It, it was a Wait, class. yeah. It was yeah. A class. I met the guys who developed it. Yeah, it was a class-based, uh, like, hack em, slash em, RPG kind of thing. It was, yeah. it was a Diablo yeah. clone. And it was free. <laughs> but you had to pay for the characters. Yeah. <laughs> All you got, you couldn't even play the game without buying a character. So you, you get this free you shell. You didn't even get, like, one character. Hey, 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 hey. I can confirm, because I, I the first time I went to E3, I actually interviewed those guys. They actually helped work on Halo Anniversary mm. as well, which was really interesting and w- a weird, weird left field and stuff like yeah. that. And these guys were afraid of me. I'm not, I can't tell if it was because I was press or because I'm me, but... Probably pay A and B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that was on Microsoft's part, not on theirs. Be- well, I know. Because, I know. Because, because when they were telling me about the game and stuff like that, they're just like, yeah, there's all these difficulty levels, there's these three characters, they'll come with the game, etc. And it's like... They might have to be purchased separately, but we're trying to go up against that. And I, this is like the lead designer from, like, the developers and oh, yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not I even, see what you're getting at. I'm, I'm <laughs> not even putting fault on anyone. I'm just saying that framework 
shouldn't exist. Well, it's like Killer Instinct, same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole like, here's the game, but there's nothing to it. Like, right. Give me something. Well, see, there are a lot of Even games. It's like the shittiest character for nothing. There are a lot of games that are starting to do that now, especially yeah. oddly enough for fighting games, where you'll you'll pick and choose characters. Like Killer Instinct did mm-hmm. that. There's a Soul Calibur game that is or was doing that. There's a Tekken game that is or yeah. was doing that. You know, it, it's 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 bizarre. Yeah. But well, I, that's I can, the framework that seems to, to support it the best. You know, just like yeah, give, just, because, just because, especially with fighting games, because yeah. I don't know a single person who use who like is good at fighting games and uses more than maybe like two or three characters. Right. Yeah. They, so they specialize. Right. In a couple characters. Yeah. I'd still rather like I'd still rather buy like I bought Soul Calibur Five on disc because I wanted the full roster because there was a couple different characters that I was really good at and then there was like two that I'd never touched because they were clones. But anyway. Um, but I still like that, just because I like you know messing around with all of them. I'm, yeah. but I'm no by no means a professional you know fighting game person, obviously. <laughs> My deal with it though is like, give me a character so I can at least see if I like your game. How am I supposed to know if you like your game if I want to pay more for it if I can't play it to begin with without paying for it? So I'm not going to throw like five bucks down on something I don't know anything about. <laughs> we'll see. And and I wish more games would adopt the attitude of, you know, give me one free character yes. or something like that. Exactly. Let me unlock the rest. Or if I want to unlock them further, like, or quicker or something like that, mm-hmm. then let me pay for it. But, yeah. like, I don't mind even throwing just like a couple bucks for the first character or stuff and then let me unlock the rest just yeah. like the old days you know i don't care if the unlockable stuff is just mind-bogglingly difficult to get to just give me the option yeah you know don't just lock it behind a paywall no matter what you know what you just made me think of you know what my <laughs> what my favorite implementation of really when it comes down to it is freemium is go on xbox live arcade you can play any game on there for free mm-hmm. for a little bit yeah and then if you like it you can pay money you can keep playing it so I'm all I, down for that. That's yeah, absolutely. Great. I, I agree too. Drive. I wonder though if because something I've I don't remember where I've read this. I've seen it all over on forums, and I remember seeing an article about it somewhere. But publishers don't like demos for all intents and purposes because sometimes that might hurt a sale. Well, okay. But my argument to that is the same as like Reggie would say to people who are afraid of people trading in games. Then don't make a shitty game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, 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 can, I, I want to say that to like Bobby Kotick from Activision yeah. or something like that. We're not putting out a demo to Call of Duty because A, it's fucking Call of Duty. You're going to buy it no matter what. And B, what if those people realize that we're just shilling the same game with a fancy new skin every year? Then make a fucking good game instead of just oh, what if they notice? Well, yeah, even in the bigger titles, all right, I don't, I get demos. I don't get they get not having demos for like Call of Duty and like right. you know the games you know are gonna sell. Right, fine, we're fanboys, we get it. We bought a shitty game. You guys won this round. Yeah, but like the littler games and stuff like that, I don't really want to th- like. I, I don't miss the days of being in the music store and going, well, this has got a cool cover. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I got five bucks. <laughs> You know, and you get in your car and you're like, oh my god, I can't get that five bucks back. <laughs> you know, we're in, the day, we're in the days of like, I can check I, I can check music out. I can literally be like, give me a preview. Oh, yeah. How'd you get signed? Why can't I do yeah. that with video games? It's my money. I should be able to pick and choose what I want. And I wonder if this is something that might actually become more commonplace eventually when video games become all digital. 
is uh, they might like have you like, kind of like with arcade games. You know, arcade with Xbox Live arcade games, you download the full game to your system and it just locks you into yep. like the first level of the tutorial or something. And, and if you choose to buy it, you can just You've already it, got the full game there. Well, even, even more of the point is that if you're playing through the demo and it gets up to the point where it's like, okay, if you want to keep on playing or even like when you would be getting your first achievement, it can it say will like, say, "Hey, you, if you want this achievement, buy it right now." And yeah. then you can do it and then you can just keep playing the game. Yep, exactly. Smooth, like, the process is it's perfect. Man, There's been a lot of games that suck me in with that. They're like, hey, you got an achievement. And I'm like, well, all right. You want to keep going? I'm like, well, yeah, I got an ach- achievement. Go. Damn it, I just bought a game. All right, let's keep going. I've fallen victim to that a yeah, few and times. I'm like, sweating, yeah. got 10 achievements. All right, it was worth the five bucks. It was decent, whatever. Yes, you got a gamer's car out of it. Yeah. <laughs> So the um you know it, it's not quite free to, well it's not free to play at all but you know the other the other kind of version like like side you know side quest to this whole topic is the the telltale approach it's like put out the game yeah. in chapters oh episodics are just like the greatest thing now yeah. see, I'm, see, I'm addicted yeah. to them I yeah. love I love episodic games as long as they're handled well cough half life cough um. <laughs> I love episodic games because it means I can like get, get chunks of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm still that kind of guy that I, admittedly, I'm waiting for the entire season of Walking Dead season two to be out before I play it. I don't know why. I'm probably going you to. You should. I know it's going to be rough. I know. But if anything, by season by episode one, start playing it now because it's going to take you a long time to get through it. <laughs> Working with lightning right now. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm just saying. Um, well, that and like I own Wolf Among Us too, mm-hmm. and I haven't even looked into that. And that I think the fun. second episode just came out. Yeah, I need to get the second episode. But um, the first one was really fun. I like the fact that like it's a good filler. Yeah, because I do. I'm like, oh, you know, like per se, like in your scenario, Monday, you're like, oh, I want to play something, but Lightning Return comes out tomorrow. Ooh, Wolf Among Us. That's two hours. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's something you know. Yeah. It's it's. It makes me, and it make, and it gives me something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, I yeah. love just episodic that, gaming. Yeah, the whole like just the the whole. Like you know, when you're watching like a weekly TV show, and like yeah. you you watch you know you watch the episode on like the Monday, and then you have like a whole week to like talk about it with like your friends and like your your coworkers and whatever the people are watching it, and, like talk about it, think about it, to get excited for the next episode for what it to finally come out. You know, it's like there, there are some times where it's fun to just like sit down and binge for like a whole season of a TV show. Yeah. But for things that I'm really into and really excited about, I really just like to be up to date and just you know watch each episode as it comes out week to week, just so I can get, right. like get built up and get excited for the next one. Right. And the whole episodic way of like Walking Dead and the other Telltale mm-hmm. games. Is, is exactly that thing. Like, I played, you know, the first episode, like, for me, relatively close to when it came out. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good for me. And um, so I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here waiting to, to hear about episode two when that's going to come out. Do we know anything about that yet? No, they just came out Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead should be right behind it, though. They said they're going to be really close. Like, like, so like a month or so? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that's, next how month. They, that's how they've yeah. been doing it, at least. So, well, and yeah. they're both really good. And it's like, it, 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 like you said, it reminds me of like watching like like normal people, I guess, watch TV like weekly. I, yeah. I don't. But, <laughs> yeah, but something like that. But like, and the, the fact of like, you get into like episode two now and stuff like that. And it's like, this happened on the last episode. You're like, oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. And it just hypes you back up. And then you yeah. get done. You're like, you know, it just keeps the anticipation up. Yeah. You know, and, and even though it wasn't episodic, that's how I played Alan Wake. Do you remember? Do you oh, remember yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. Previously on Alan Wake, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is great! Yeah. So literally, after every chapter, I'm just like, okay, I'll play the next one tomorrow. Yeah, yep. And, and that's how I did that. Mm-hmm. So it, I thought it was a nice touch. But I love episodic gaming. I, again, when it's done right. Yes. When it's done by Telltale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When it's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, you know, they've, they've, everything, everything. They've mastered it. I will give them that. They, they have. Have. They really have. But I mean, like, so like anything they throw out now with Telltale, it's just episodic. I will probably download at least the first episode. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at the look at all the IPs they've got. They've got the Wolf 
Among Us and mm-hmm. the, the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. They've got Game of Thrones coming out. Yep. They've got Tales from the Borderlands coming mm-hmm. out. I'm pretty sure they're teasing something else mm-hmm. that has to do with the fucking like yeah. Dune or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> well, and, and, and this this says so that I have no idea what the Game of Thrones is. I know it's a TV show on HBO with a bunch uh, of apparently, apparently. Apparently, you and I would be great extras in it. Okay. Yes, that's very um, true. <laughs> having not knowing what any of that is, I'm still planning on getting. All the episodic game from Telltale, just because I'll be like, well, that'll probably get me into the show. Oh, it's Telltale. Yeah. And then you'll be pirating it from HBO and et cetera, and just like everyone else. No, most of my band has all the seasons, so I'll just be like, oh, there you go. Bring to practice. But, um, you know, it's, you know, I just realized too is that, you know, because of the way that it cuts it up and everything with the episodic game, I know we're, we're way off topic from mm-hmm. the premium side, but I think it's really yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, well, and technically, this does run into the freemium thing because you can buy it. They have the season passes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the um, pay to you know, play. When, when you're talking about, like, you know, I've, I've said recently, like, it's, it's really hard for me to, like, try and justify and find the time to commit to, like, 80, 100 hour, like, giant RPGs. Right. If they. I mean, like, I, I know I could choose to play it in, like, mission-long chunks or something like that, but right. still, like... It's easier when it's already structured that way. Yeah, if they were to, like, take, like, Fallout 5, or, or, or Fallout 4. <laughs> 5, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself here. 4 come out? It was so great, I forgot about it. Uh, if, they were, if they take the next Fallout... <laughs> well, and just, 4 is going to be the normal thing. They're going to start the episodes in 5. Okay. <laughs> And just release it in chunks like that, and have it be like you know. So by the by the time you're done, you've paid sixty bucks, or you can buy the season back yeah. pass for for sixty yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. But you know, just release it in like mission long chunks or something like that. Personally, I would love that because it's a lot easier for me to digest and to yeah. think about than having to sit and like okay, like because that's that's one of the main reasons I haven't played like these and giant so, and excellent games. And I, and I didn't even think about this. Something that could be cool about too is that that could lead to like entirely different courses for games and stuff like that like using fallout as an example you know if you if you release the first chunk and people play through it and then they get to the end of that first chunk and stuff like that and then you see the internet it's like that ending was fucking lame you know or something like that then they're just like okay this way now you know so they could they could change man i never thought of that Mm -hmm. they they could really take community feedback and yeah it'd be like live feedback yeah oh man like the ending they had written down by the time they get there they're like no fucking no no more no more pigs no (laughs) (laughs) what what ending is this well after the internet we've done uh, this is 46 (laughs) and it's still in pencil (laughs) but even though i was thinking about this if they had a thing for Charlie to break up every game in episodes, he might actually finish more games. That's true. No, <laughs> you're not kidding because that, that's yeah, the thing. You just take out your two yeah. hours oh, yeah. a day and be like, okay, I'm done with this one. Go on my life. Tomorrow, yep. from four to six, is game time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, like, it's like I said. It's like I could choose to play every game mm-hmm. that already exists like that, but having it already be structured like that, just it's, like Mike it's said, a lot easier. It's, it's a whole, like... Yeah, it's a whole different thing. So, here's the thing, video game publishers. Um, we're going to patent <laughs> this idea tomorrow. <laughs> you're, uh, you're more than welcome to use it um, as long as you either send us money or credit Gamerhead Radio. Or send um, us all your games for free. Or send us all your games for free. You know. I just thought about this. So, Charlie gets episodic Skyrim. <laughs> well, I'm on episode 4012. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumping right through this bad boy. <laughs> How many you left? Another 4,012. <laughs> I started playing it 12 years ago. <laughs> fine. It's fine. <laughs> Guys, this game's long. How do you know? It has subsections. <laughs> it's got chapters in the chapters. <laughs> Chapterception. <laughs> 
It's got a six foot long outline with bullet points to show me the chapter stop. Oh, anyway. At this point, the previously on Skyrim is longer than the episode. <laughs> a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're way off topic but i don't care i really like that i really like where that discussion went um i'm interested to hear what the listeners think about episodic gaming and stuff like that maybe we'll do that for another feature coming up or something like that actually we, pro- we pretty much already did yeah, so yeah. fucking whatever so this is another premium episodic feature <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway so, so you can uh, pay us two dollars for the episode or by the season pass for 20 yeah. um, which technically ties in yeah that's, that's you know, our podcast provider does give us the opportunity to have premium content no <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm just I, I don't think we're I don't think we can squeeze pennies out of people I only yet. say that to have our listeners be that much more appreciative of the fact that we could be charging for this but aren't yeah that <laughs> thing you said but if you want a lawnmower, check out the Burning <laughs> Just, just a bunch of pictures of lawnmowers, guys, I'm telling you. For four bucks, it's a steal. Charlie almost spit up all over his studio. Not while I'm drinking! Oh, you were drinking? I sort of feel bad and sort of am laughing. It's like an 80-20, take your yeah, pick. no, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Uh, so you know what we think about freemium games. Let's see what you guys thought. So the mailbag question, of course, is freemium games. What do you think? Have you ever played one? Uh, Cameron says, iPhone games like Underworld Empire, in which you pay to make the game go faster, is frustrating having to wait for energy and stamina to recharge. The wait time increases as you rank up. However, something like Team Fortress 2, in which you pay for only weapons and cosmetic items, don't detract from the game, makes it more enjoyable. In the end, you end up getting the items anyways through random drops, depending on how patient you are. We didn't really talk about TF2 at all, but it it's kind of its own culture at this point, so I don't oh, think yeah, anyone it, really complains about it at all. It falls into the, 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 the categories we set up. Yeah, yeah. The, you don't have to keep going, or pay to keep going, you can just pay if you want to. Right. Uh, Chuck says, I do not like them. Uh, I'm assuming he after that he said Sam I am. And Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. Uh, Dan says it depends on the game and what's being offered with said microtransactions. Uh, what about a date? Huh? Dan's looking for a date. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, on the gamer hip? Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, 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 that's what he's looking for microtransactions. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, William says I would have to say it truly depends on the game and what is offered. That being said, I have played numerous games that are free to play with microtransactions in game on the PC. If the game offers a quote pay to win situation like Ghost Recon Online, I feel that it's a horrible idea because you constantly get beat by the credit card heroes, whereas a purely cosmetic approach like Interra Online by InMass Entertainment, wow, he's really going all out here, <laughs> is kind of cool since anything you purchase in game will not help you beat the game, but just make your character stand out in a crowd since it doesn't look like every other character of the same class other games such as the popular kids game wizard 101 offer content for cash kind of like expansion packs and i think to the kids and who enjoy the game that it isn't fair because not all their parents can kind hang on can afford to purchase the expansions and it kind of leaves the kids to do nothing but sit in the same starter game that they have played time after time wow william um i'm going to have you google punctuation 
Um, because that entire thing was one sentence. <laughs> um, but uh, it was pretty much the same thing Cameron said. You know, well, he's cos- to... cosmetic stuff is fine. I, I like the fact that he, he kind of hit on the points, though. Like the same points we did. The whole if you got to pay to win, that doesn't work. No, yeah, I agree. If you kind of want to, the kid thing I understand too, because you you get these games to get the kids occupied and all that stuff. At the same time, though, like they can't progress anywhere. That's kind of crappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. They, they, hey, sweet, here's this to keep you occupied. Oh, I love this game, but I can't do anything else with it. Oh, it's 40 bucks. I'm not spending that on your entertainment. Right. <laughs> um, Taylor says, I've never really played more than a few hours of free-to-play games. I don't see them as bad for the industry at all as long as they're properly balanced. Personally, I'm not a fan. Uh, Pauly Redcoat says, I play these on mobile frequently. It really depends on the game. If it's good, gameplay, graphics, etc., then it's more likely to get some money from me. I treat them like demos. I'm a cheap bastard and don't have a console. <laughs> All true. Well, I mean, you know. Well, everything he said was true. <laughs> well, I would, I would assume. I mean, you know, what does he have a reason to lie to us for? Anyway. Uh, and of course, Songbird sends in an email this week. Uh, Songbird says, Dear Viking Jesus Goat and Technotronicorn, mailbag answer. It's really hard to make a fair call considering I've never played a, quote, free to play and pay game. Um, and for the most part, the majority of freemiums I hear are about the negative aspects like Super Monster Bros. I'm not familiar with that one. Charlie, are you familiar with that one? I am not. No. Okay. Whatever then. Um, Can they even say that? That's really close. That's fucking whatever, man. Um, <laughs> I did play a little bit of Sonic Dash, which was free at the time, but I couldn't get into it, and the fact that you could buy lives and etc. felt wrong. To me, you play something that isn't a complete game. It is called a demo. Wow. It, uh, That's the most harsh she's been in a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the gaming industry. Yeah. I mean, she's been harsh towards me, but, you know. Yeah, she I, doesn't like it, so okay. Yeah, I'm fucking whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I have to congratulate Goat for his upcoming simulator. <laughs> Thank you. Thank if you, you guys don't do a review on this, it would be the biggest injustice for your fans. A Let's Play would be great if possible, but I don't know if that's plausible. It so is now. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen whenever the game actually you know, yeah, comes just, out in the year 2017. Um, not really. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to have... Like I said, we'll we're, make going, it happen. we're cool. going to have to find someone to mod you into the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, can you do that? Um, I Probably not. believe I have resources that I can. <laughs> He's got a guy for that to take care of that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, He's got a guy for that. Um, Girl, actually. She Ooh. hot. <laughs> yeah, she hot. I just. Well, I just what? <laughs> what? She mods me in the game. I mind myself and her. And I <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Songbird says, I would imagine there are games which don't have money or isn't ever brought up during play. Can you come up with a game which doesn't feature currency? And if so, if you were to create money for that game, what would it look like and be called? And Songbird translation starts now. (laughs) So, money is a big part of video games. Can you think of a game that doesn't have money? And if it did, what would it be called and what would it look like? So if it doesn't have money, then it has to have barter. Or maybe money's just not a factor of it. But I mean... Uh, well, like, Sonic's got rings, that's currency. So just think of, like... think. Don't necessarily think of the games themselves. Don't think of gameplay mechanics. Think of the worlds. Like That's, if, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean... Well, I mean, Star Trek, There's the, there for the most part, there isn't currency in the Star Trek universe, at least on in the Federation. I mean, like, there's there are other races that have currency, but I mean, you know, because... The yeah, Federation runs on credit. 
<laughs> they run on replicators. <laughs> you just ask for something out of a magical box and it gives yeah. it to you. And it, it, well, they don't show you the part where it goes to their American Express account. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, it's, it's either... It has to be a situation like that. To be realistic, it has to be, you know, some fantasy situation like that. Or it has to be based on barter or it has to be based on currency. I can't think of any other possibility. There, the only so. thing I the only thing I can think of is Metroid because obviously money's never really been a factor, and I all I can think of is like an RFID chip or something like that, where the you know instead of actual like real currency, but that just seems more Metroidy. I mean, like you know, can you, can you imagine that though? Like one of your upgrades is being is access to your own bank account in a Metroid game. <laughs> that would seem like an unneeded mechanic. <laughs> like QR scanning would be a better mechanic. <laughs> That was basically Metroid Prime. Yeah, for cutscenes or something. I, yeah. <laughs> but so, okay, so then, you know, there are games where they, they have money, but it's not used for spending. Like, you know, like you mentioned, like, Sonic. Like, yeah. okay, okay, fine, the coins are kind of like currency, but they're not because they're just points. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't spend them on anything. Same with Mario. You're just getting coins. Yeah, yeah, you can't... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so, I, I, think the, I think the way this question was worded was, like, you know, if you play through a game and money is never a subject of, like, conversation between characters or something like that, so you don't know, like, what kind of money they might have or something like that, so you create... Like money, like what kind of money would they have to go with the rest of the world and stuff like? You know what's coming to mind? Hmm. I don't think there was money in near. I can think of like there was experience and stuff like that, but I don't think there was actual like money. I don't think so. There was either. So you know, so the money in that would probably be like, well, everyone was broke, so probably like vegetables or something. Pelts. Pelts. Be awesome! You could buy this brand new Mercedes for four beavers and a goat. It's, uh, there's a lot of why make- is there a Mercedes in a dark JRPG world? Why is there currency? <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> it was part of the DLC, the Forza crossover. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that when Microsoft and Square Enix was world. Yeah, they were together. hanging out. It was a really, it was a bad they party. Bar, yeah. Just like yeah, somebody was drinking too much. The other one was like, "That's a great idea." Here's another shot, and so forth. <laughs> Uh, Songbird says, before I learned the final revelation that was Mass Effect 3's ending, I worked really hard to get everything completed so I could get the best ending possible. Wow, we were just talking about this. That That led me to purchase my first DLC, Bring Down the Sky. What was your first viable DLC? Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm sure I could figure that out. (laughs) But. Yeah. It was probably, it was probably, um, Mayrun's Razor from, uh, Oblivion. I bought the horse armor. And of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. It was before ponies were a thing. I just thought it was funny because it was like the it was most useless thing ever. Thing. <laughs> so you're saying this Paid pony three thing. fucking dollars to put armor decorative on armor on a horse that was that did nothing for you. Yes. So you've had. This I like irony. <laughs> no, I think you get this horse thing that you don't want to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> this goes way back. <laughs> Charlie, is there anything you need to tell us? <laughs> No. Okay. Just making sure. I'm just, I, I know for a fact he lived by a horse farm at one point in his I life. Did, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did not live, four blocks is not near, it's in the area. <laughs> it wasn't like frisbee distance near. <laughs> frisbee distance? No, no, it was definitely. Okay, like, Willie Nelson. Willie <laughs> <laughs> Nelson? <laughs> I don't think. Is Willie Nelson known for his? This is the first hippie type person I could think of. 
Because hippies play frisbee? Yes. They play hacky sack. Fucking whatever. Same. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Referee in this. A, yes, hippies play frisbee and they play frisbee golf. Now they've evolved with hacky sack. That's hipsters, not hippies. <laughs> no, hippies had it first. Hipsters just take over everything. But the and other they, point, they the other point is... A country icon is not a hippie. Fuck, you know me, I don't know music. <laughs> Dimebag Duro was more of a hippie than Willie Nelson. Okay, that's true. Valid point. Anyway. Wow. Um, do you guys remember your first DLC? Uh, well, Charlie, you already said horse armor. I really which, think it might have actually been the horse armor. Of course it was. Go. Um, do, you, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was pretty sure it was all of the unlock or DLC for Forza Three. Oh, I was gonna think it was Forza Two, but you've only been playing that recently, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I came in. Be... I got my console way late in the cycle. Yeah, Forza Three had just come out when I got my console. Uh, Songbird says it turns out you've just won the lottery, but before you could swim in your pool full of money, man, she's really talking money this time. Oh wait, we yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> she stays on topic, unlike us. Yeah, well, you know, she's better at this than we are apparently. Uh, yeah. But before you could swim in your pool full of money, everyone's currency begins to mysteriously transform. If you had to pick a video game currency as the new replacement, what would it be? Keep in mind, if it makes a noise in the game, that comes with it. Um, so if, if our, you know, if the paper money that's in our wallets right now turned into something that wasn't necessarily paper, what would, what video game currency would the money turn into? Well, we can go with the obvious answer. Coins? Uh, ducktails. <laughs> Problem solved. You want your money to turn into ducktails? No, no. Just, we'd go to the game. <laughs> oh, right. The, the, and, and, and all would be solved. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to go with bottle caps because I already have a pretty good collection going. <laughs> Mr. Beer Enthusiast. Yeah. So you'd be the richest person on the block by, you know, technically, just because yeah. <laughs> bottle caps and etc. God, what would I want to do? I wouldn't want to do rupees because those seem too much of a hassle to carry around. That's a lot of lawn cutting, too. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm on my lawn trying to get the bank count back up. <laughs> be great. For $5, I can get my mower to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we've really gotten a lot of mileage out of that joke. <laughs> well, it is a four-stroke. <laughs> Built Toro tough. All right, moving on. <laughs> well played, sir. Um, God, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe. What kind of currency would I? Charlie's still. Well, you already said bottle caps. You said. Well, what did you say? Why well, I said ducktails for the obvious answer. Oh, you said duck. So you could swim in. Ducktails. Um, no, so I could swim my money bin like Squidward yeah. Duck. I don't even know what I would want to. I'm I'm perfectly fine with the way money is now. Plus, I don't really carry cash on me, so like I, everything would just be in some kind of like rupee coin ring credit bank account or something like that. As a side, as a side note, my geek friends would probably be mad at me if I didn't actually say like I would rather Bitcoin take over as like the prevailing currency. Uh, I'm not into mining. I still, I, I, I still don't know what that is. I know what it is, but I don't want to know what it is apparently at the same time. Apparently you need like a miner's helmet and all this crazy stuff. The, 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 yeah. yeah, apparently people use it to buy drugs. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the, the Borderlands currency? They use a lot of swipey card stuff. 
the heck is even Borderlands currency? It's just like dollars, isn't is it? it? Just but, oh, yeah, maybe but it's like, dollars. But they're fun dollars that you get out of people's skulls. <laughs> and you get to use vending machines. Come on. Post apocalyptic Japan. Where can you go wrong? <laughs> You're right. What was I thinking? <laughs> I need a rocket launcher and a soda. Oh, the machines are right next to each other. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't drink soda anymore. <laughs> well, you're screwed if it ever goes to Borderlands World. <laughs> I'll just buy a lemonade out of the soda machine. Oh, yeah, I guess you could do that. <laughs> so I guess I'd go with Borderlands money since I don't carry cash on me and don't want to carry rupees or fucking whatever. I I'm perfectly happy with the way things are now. Wow, but you have been on the fucking whatever to run this I'm, show. I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> just, just, I'm... I, I, I just... You have to have a catchphrase. It's gone from um to fucking <laughs> to, to fucking, fucking whatever. whatever. <laughs> I just I, I really want to say something here as a joke, but I, I the way I said it in my head is really dirty, and I know you guys will laugh at it, and the listeners will laugh at it, and it, it, it's just so too much. Where's the problem? I just want to go home and play with lightning, and that's not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and also not ex unexpected. So no. I'm surprised you showed up today. <laughs> With pants. <laughs> well, you know. Felt like I was obligated. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. With pants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty common. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Songbird, of course, for your email. That's it. That's, uh, uh, that's, ev that's everything regular, right? I think so. Yeah, cover This everything. has been your regular scheduled program for $3.95. <laughs> uh, Goat, you've got things to plug, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't sound too excited about it. <laughs> All right, as we previously announced last week, I think. At least I should have. Uh, you did. <laughs> February 14th has passed now, as of... Is it? A couple days. Uh, so the brand new... Well, head there. So it's the brand not new, me that's messing yeah. up. <laughs> so the brand new uh, Hot Off the uh, Press, Digital Press, Holy Misconception EP is out for 29 Needles. It's $3 on our band camp. Oh, my God. Store.29needles.com. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can also get to it through our Facebook page and various other ways. I think there's only two ways, actually. But <laughs> whatever. Anyways, uh, there's a video that goes out that goes with it. It's out on the YouTube's on the Twenty Nine Needles channel. Um. So yeah, that's that's a thing now. Yeah, it is. I could finally put that under my belt and stop looking at Cubase. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on the release. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's it's doing really good so definitely. far. Um, I, I'm proud of it. It's only three songs, but it's... It's a taste of what's to come. Yeah, it's a taste of the new album that's going to change the world, and we're going to become something. Uh, <laughs> uh, hi, good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> vague. Um, as, as it's usual here, I guess we're going to play the title track at the end of the podcast, so stick around for that fun. That's all I got. <laughs> cool. Charlie, you got anything? Um, haven't mentioned my uh, my face group, Facebook. Uh, Your face groups? Yes, my face groups. <laughs> in a couple episodes. That's three so, times now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I might as well do that. Um, if you want to talk about uh, video games with everybody in this room and a whole bunch of other great people, look up on Facebook, uh, The Players Club. Uh, if you want to talk about Android stuff, look up Android for Everyone. 
you want to talk about computer stuff, look up the mouse click, like C-L-I-Q-U-E, because we're clever with the names. And if you want to talk about uh, any iOS and other Apple-related stuff, look up Curiosity. And uh, yeah, all good groups that I'm a member of and slash or moderator of. And uh, yeah, it's good times. I don't have any shows coming until April. Um, however, the Video Games Live Level 3 album is coming out on the eight, on February 18th. So by the time this episode hits the air, unless Charlie really works his magic. Um, so if you're listening to this, the album's out. Um, I'm not on the album itself. I'm on the bonus round album. Um, a remastered version of uh, the Star Fox tune that I can't seem to get away from whenever I play it Video Games Live. Um you know, we went back and redid some of the parts so it doesn't sound like shit. Um, I was going to say, on your behalf, I'm a little disappointed that you weren't more involved. It is what it is. I mean, you know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes or anything like that. I mean, Fair I'm still enough. honored to be a part of it, and I'll be on an album that's in the hands of at least 6,000 people. So, I mean, I'm happy. But, you know. I still it, laugh that you've gotten chained to Star Fox against your will. I know. The guy you love so much, now you're going to see Star Fox in like, any kind of game con. You're just going to punch him in the face. Like, I hate your guts. I know. <laughs> Why? What did I do? Don't worry about it. I know what you did. <laughs> um, so that's a thing. I believe you can still actually get your hands on the bonus round album um, if, you've, uh, not, if you didn't get a chance to contribute to the Kickstarter. Um, I don't know if that'll change when the album is actually out or not, but who knows? Um... But other than that, that's all I got. That's everything, correct, gentlemen? Everything. Charlie Facebook, looks tired. Goat looks tired. I feel MCD. tired. The beer is is wearing off, and my neck's starting to tighten up. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. So, I'll quicken it up. Uh, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatworth. He's at T-E-K. Charlie, we're on Google+. Plus. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on Google Play with the GamerHead Radio app. Oh, my God, it's free. No, it's, it's literally free. There's no freemium. Yeah, yeah it's it's not a you know, um, and ten cents per episode. Yeah, whatever you do, whatever you listen to us on, please five star us, upvote us, plus one us, like us, thumbs up us. Be careful with that last one on whatever medium it is you listen to us on. We'd really appreciate it. Um, if you have any qu- questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com. You can also call the Gamerhead official hotline. Dun, da, da, da. Yeah, that. Uh, at nine four nine two six gamer. Of course, you can also get a, get a hold of us on any of the social media accounts that we've previously mentioned here. This episode of Gamerhead Radio has been brought to you by PopCap. Please pay two dollars if you want Goat to show up on the episode next week. This has been Gamerhead Radio.
It's raining. It's inside, which is kind of weird, because we're inside. It's raining on the outside, but it, we're inside, because it's raining in here. We're raining. We're pouring. It's snowing. I'm boring with this song. I can't get along with these guys because I am singing about it. It's raining. Go oh, date away. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> Mike, wait, this sounds like metalcore. <laughs> oh, you stopped. Okay. So angry yet acoustic. <laughs>